0: To the hunger for knowledge tonight we have a special guest uh geo been buddies with geo for about i don't know what 25 years or something like that yeah. it's been a long time we started playing basketball <laughs> years ago 25 years ago i think least, that's how we became friends least, yeah so i've known him for a long time we've been through some interesting situations <laughs> and some interesting <laughs> conversations for sure but uh it's kind of weird how we kind of circled into the path of life where you where you're at where you're at now yeah. and how i where i am now so
1: welcome sir cool thank you man appreciate it yeah it man. has been a long time Yeah, man. <laughs> will, how, yeah, how that, was your week
2: it was good it was good um
1: will and i go back to a few years because we yeah, played basketball like, I'm, I'm, against I was each other tell him, like Long, I don't not really, as long as Rob, but not as long as that. Definitely but I still don't, fifteen years. At I can't least. put
2: a number on how long, yeah. like how long ago. Like I, like
0: I knew yeah, but like you and you high probably school. started yeah. playing basketball when he was like six. A, well, a,
1: we, we, a, we he I was think, like six, Will. How old are you, Will? I'm
0: 31.
3: So oh, like, that's man. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he was like a,
2: six it years it old. I think I think I met
1: you when you were still like right out of high school.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was probably like you know because we. I
1: mean, I moved here in from jersey when i in 95 and i would i actually met you before we moved here i was gonna say because you knew eddie and you guys used to all play basketball at the park right right and i used to come down and play with you guys that's right and then that was oh, ninety four. Cool. We used to come out here in the summertime. We used to love it out here because it was peaceful. It mean, was a it's different wide world. open, right? It's a different you know, world. It's a different thing. Playing basketball out that... here with these guys is very different than where I grew you don't up even playing know basketball. This thing exists out here. Yeah. You're like what is this? <laughs> yeah. Like fresh air. You know, freaking Amish and yeah. all this crazy. All these white people. How was it the
2: first time you saw good. like a horse and bug? Yeah, it was
1: weird. It was weird because you know where I grew up, man. I grew up in North Jersey, so. uh West New York, New Jersey. It's right across New York City. So if you ever go to New York, and you go through the Lincoln Tunnel, you have to go under the city that you pass through. It's called Weehawken, Union City. So West New York is right next to that. So Weehawken, Union City is a. It's like at 32nd Street, I believe, where you get to the tunnel. I was on 66th Street, so it was like right there, and it was a whole different world. This was a Latino melting pot. So. It was every South American country represented. Uh, we, we had six little elementary schools in the city. Um, it's very similar to Reading. So I compare it a lot to Reading. So there's there were six elementary schools. I was uh, PS number four. And I, in that school, we only had, I think, three white kids out of an entire elementary school. And uh, they were like one was Croatian, one was <laughs> so they were European. No, and even white people. Y'all Correct. Croatian, yeah. Ukrainian. Yeah. So, uh, so they had you know immigrant parents like I did, yeah, and um, and there was no black people at all. Like yeah. no black people. It's I grew like up.
2: Where I grew up, there was no black people. At yeah. All. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> like I grew There's up with, no with my people. boy uh, Gary, who's Jamaican. Him and his sister were the only black people around. And they were just like straight up oh. Jamaican, uh. But and but then everything else was like all Latino. So, like I grew up in a building with all Cubans, even though I'm Colombian. So it was my pe- like my family in one apartment, little two bedroom like Roach Motel for five of us, and then my aunt who had another be- uh, apartment there, and then everybody else was Cuban. So that was a whole other culture, and then of course everything else that was around. So
0: so how did yeah. you end up so. How did you end? You had relatives that lived. In no, so uh,
1: my mom in Colombia used to work with Eddie's mom. Really? Yeah, so you know Eddie Carvajal. Yeah. You, you I'm sure you know Eddie yeah. too. Yeah. But um, I know Eddie. Yeah, yeah. So my mom and his mom used to work together and were like best friends in Colombia. Oh, this is crazy! And that's, that's then crazy they, yeah. Story, <laughs> so <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we're gonna be here a while. <laughs> this is crazy. So they, they, uh, they split, you know, they came their way. They immigrated to this country. It was during really bad times. So uh, they came here. Eddie's mom ended up in New Holland yeah. and we ended up, you know, in Jersey and they had lost communication. You know, there was no Facebook or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I think through a mutual friend, they connected. It was like 90, 90, 91, maybe. And um, that's when we started visiting New Holland during the summer. So we left the hood so we can come up to like white country because that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. Especially back then in New Holland, like yeah. Eddie's family was one of the very few minorities around. There and then I knew, many, yeah. do you remember Mark Chrysostomo? Yeah. He was the only other one. Yeah. Filipino family. Yeah. And uh, so. What year is
2: this? Well, they were, were talking drink? about
1: like 92, 91, 92. Yeah, so we'd come every summer for about a week or two. <laughs>
2: you, you were how old? <laughs> Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. You that thinking age rise or not? I don't. I mean, he's that, ain't that time, much younger than but me. My, but I'm friends, you know, with Nell. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Nell was around here in that time, so he would tell me a
1: lot about the kinds of things that were going yeah. on at that time. Well, Efforto was, area. yeah, yeah. Efforto was area, even more. Efforto so was like very gross. heavy with the with the uh, white supremacy and KKK yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It they was had definitely a demonstration there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I moved there in
2: 1990.
1: Wow! Yeah, so
2: that was like right on the heels of that. Yeah,
1: yeah, they, I the, thought it was the different. The clan came
2: now. to Nell's game.
1: Wow! What? Yeah, they
2: stood on the sideline.
1: Wow! There's he always tells.
2: He always used to tell me this story. He's like, "Yo, he's like, didn't they like call the pitch left?" I was like, "I ain't going over there." He's like, "Soft blue skirt and went right." Wow! Yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely, man. Yeah, man. I had I've had my run-ins not with clan people, but with definitely people who were not all about diversity yeah so moving well, here man 90 in 95 and, and new holland's like amish yeah, yeah. You know, amish Mennonite, kind of hickish very 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 uh yeah trump territory over yeah. there, <laughs> uh for sure so yeah man we moved up here um it was it was a culture shock if you can imagine of course must be, man. especially uh yeah, we got here in the summertime because i had just finished my high school my freshman year and it was rough, man. It was rough. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad I made it through pretty safely, but uh, it was an environment where you know I had to walk basically a mile each way to go to school. There were no bus systems, and I lived on the northern point of the city, and the high school was all the way down, <clears throat> like 15, 20 blocks. So walking there by yourself is just your bait for to getting jumped. Yeah. And so for all kinds no of shit. So you did school bus there's no school bus no not at all yeah yeah yeah. there's no school buses um see that tells
0: you about me like i i think every school yeah yeah yeah
1: very different school system um you know grammar school was all right but grammar school there was kindergarten to eighth grade in one building too there was no (laughs) middle school so that was weird when i came here and i'm like yeah you guys went to middle school what's that shit like it just it just didn't exist. Yeah,
0: we had like th- I went to like three different schools yeah. before I got to high school. Yeah, yeah no, it was grade, all like I'm friends with the third
1: grader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we were eighth graders, and then you have little kindergartners <laughs> like, like eating lunch in the first floor. So they, you know, they <laughs> kept wild, they though. kept it the kind of separate. Like they the, had to they had the to. third yeah. or fourth level of the building. You know, it was man. the older kids, yeah. the eighth grade in yeah. kindergarten. That's too different. But man, we were you know we we're eighth grade going on fucking you know college basically because our minds were so developed and we had to man at 13 years old you know and i tell this story all the time to people man at 13 we were we were exposed to sex drugs and violence already like i grew up on, on my block there was a big park which is what i owe a lot to my athleticism and sports to this park because that's where we would go play basketball all the time like i sucked i never made any of the teams i was also a bad kid no one you know teachers i was i was their nightmare because i was a class clown but yet i had decent grades even though i didn't study i half-assed everything and still got away with everything Yeah. but at this park i mean we'd see gang fights yeah. and you know i have a younger brother and i was like man we gotta get out of this shit so eventually i, I actually I, think a I 13 met year your old
0: brother before i met you
1: probably yeah and, and he was he was crazy. He he wanted to be this little tough guy, especially when we came to New Holland. Yeah. And I was the same way. I, you know, I thought this little <laughs> badass, like no one, you know, everybody fuck with me. I would just punch him. That, I wouldn't take so it from so anyone. You were like the
2: edgy street. Oh, game. yeah, definitely, yo, yo. man. I was definitely that. Don't mess with that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, from yeah, the yeah. streets, man. Yeah. yeah
1: and uh yeah i had that attitude i had like a chip on my shoulder all the time Uh, but it's interesting you know and now it must be thinking back yeah yeah, yeah, it's just crazy it must
2: be weird to get put in that situation coming from something completely opposite
1: oh my god it was such like i said we came in the summer after i completed my first year of high school so that was weird i had no friends and like eddie you know i knew eddie obviously but he was in a different place like he was like the cool kid at school but he was with all the white kids yeah. so we had nothing in common other than we were from colombia but his he was raised in an all caucasian environment that's, that's so that's me he you know? so he had no culture like his culture it was at home
2: i feel cultureless sometimes yeah
1: and and it's true but and it's not his fault i mean the no, kid no. and he's he's like a brother now by the way so that's why i talk shit on him what's up eddie if you do hear this <laughs> <laughs> we were I mean, just that's, talking that's last night actually man but uh, but the first friend I had here, like, who was my first real friend, was Samir. And You know, yep, Samir. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knew that motherfucker. So, Samir, he another Colombian guy who did have more culture and understood like both sides of the world. Came here, you know, illegally. Then was sent back and all kinds of shit. So really? he got I he got the struggle. Yeah, that. Samir. You know, we we hear the 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 derogatory. Term wetbacks. Samir is a wetback. Like he came through the river. It was crazy. Those were fucked up times back then. You know, during the Pablo Escobar days. Like that's it's crazy. Which now everyone glorifies, which pisses us Colombians off. By the way, (laughs) we hate how fucking narcos glorifies Colombians and Pablo Escobar because we're not all like that. We're not all cokeheads. You know, we don't all like give you Colombian neckties if you mess with us. I've never thought. (laughs) I've
2: never thought that because it's like, you know. I'd spent time around Colombians when mm-hmm. I was coming up, you know what I mean? Because I always felt like I never had, I never had like a community of people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there was no black community in Africa. Not at all, So it man. was like, yeah. I I would go to other people's communities. Yeah, yeah. People who are more cultural people and yep. be around them and stuff like that. And it's funny because yeah. it's like the dude who I was around most is this dude, Chris Carvajal. And mm-hmm. I think he's probably, like, it, I mean, it, it makes sense if that was, like, you know, Eddie's yeah. cousin. Yeah. I, I never know, really got to... to talk to him about it, mm-hmm. but, like, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah. I don't know? know. I don't know what Chris Carvajal, but.
2: Yeah. he's. He, 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 but he was interesting because, like, his mom was white. So then there was that oh, okay. conundrum of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, his dad was very, you know, yeah. was, from, was yeah. from there, you yeah. know. And his mom, Terry, you know, she was, you know, she was white. She's from, you know, the United yeah. States, you know, wow. and he grew up with both of those, yeah. and that's yeah. right up my alley because yeah. I feel like I got different cultures inside mm-hmm. of me. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I love being around black people,
1: yeah,
2: but I don't. Like, I don't mind white people.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean,
2: like I, lo- like, I love white people, yeah. you know, but sometimes...
1: Shit, I married one, man. You know? We married one. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, you know? I got half-white <laughs> babies, yeah, man. I, you know, <laughs> but at the same
2: time, I can't help but at times feel like I owe it more, you know, I, I, I wish I was a more cultural person. Yeah. You know hmm. what I mean? Because it's like growing up without a community of people, it makes you kind of you know you make your own kind
1: yeah. of situation yeah nah man i mean i i, I was a, a loner like i said man mm-hmm. and and that first year was hard bro because it was such a culture shock walking down them them hallways clean hallways you know everybody's nice to, to a certain point and then you know what i it's a it's a different world like for me
2: when did you know you were different when did, when did well communicate to you that you yeah i mean it was right
1: it's right when i started high school here i mean garden spot was as white as could be yeah. you know men and i lots of caucasian and you know i say this a lot when i do my presentations like i never knew what racism was until i came to new holland that's what i was already know. 14 15 years old
2: that's what nelson was yeah. When he was like I didn't even know what that there, was. He yeah. Didn't know what it was yeah. Until he came here.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize. <laughs> like, I didn't realize there was so time. much hatred out there, man. Like, yeah, like I remember like kids in our class like talking shit, or I didn't, like. I never heard spick before, and I heard it in New Holland at Garden Spot. Like, I never heard any of those derogatory terms. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's up with these people? Of course, I would have to choke some people out sometimes. So people definitely backed off at some point. And I was still in my sports, which is what kept me kind of off the streets. So, like, at that point, I was on the high school team for basketball. I was getting into volleyball. I played baseball. I was a big baseball player my whole life. That's the one sport that kept me busy. Like, I played for the state of Jersey. If I would have stuck with it, I would probably have been doing something better with myself. But I got tired. I got burnt out. It was like there was too much. Like, I was being recruited by people. Like other coaches buying me gear cuz we were broke, man. We didn't have yeah. shit. So like so people would buy me like cleats, they would buy me my glasses, they would buy me all kinds of stuff to get me on their team cuz I was pretty damn good. And my brother was good too. So we you know, people would definitely look at us and, and be like, "Yo, there's this this potential." But then I came here, and it was different, man. Like the sports, like when I when I started playing uh the first experience I had like with the culture difference in in the athletics was soccer so like i came here and samir was on the on the soccer team and eddie was like the big star he was a sophomore big superstar He plays
2: ball like a soccer player
1: yeah well he he was like the star man he was like the man at soccer i'm Mm -hmm. like this guy ain't that good like what are they seeing him (laughs) so i came out i came i came to play i went to their tryouts and shit yeah i know eddie's gonna (laughs) kill me man I'm, I'm, he, knows, he knows how I tell like, him this I'll all the time. The we bust it, we bust his bust well, his balls all the time. It's gonna him. be a fight. Yeah, no, no, but here's the difference, though. This is why he was, was the man. Like your first he, he adopted. No, actually, it's not. It's it's the in the, it's in the is, blood. Yeah, baseball was it, definitely it, my my at that time, because that's yeah. how I grew up. But but the soccer was in the in the family and it's the, the culture, man. The whole world revolves around soccer, except the United States. Yeah. So I came here to the tryouts and like Yo, all they did was run. It was running gun. So now I compare at like now that I coach soccer, like when you see my kids play versus the other teams, it's like my kids just outshine everybody because we don't play run and gun. And and run and gun is good, yes, but you you have to learn how to do the footwork. You have to learn how to you dribble have to set a ball. Up. And uh so that's I, I clashed right away. So I just walked out of that that practice like three days later. And wasn't you know, no more. and the reason I bust Eddie's balls is because anytime we would go out there and play somewhere else, he wasn't the best guy on the court or on the field, it was everybody else. I remember you used to play over comments. there, you used to play at New Hall, right? Yeah, right, right, that at the, mini, right yeah, beside the basketball court. That, yeah, that, that roller hockey yeah. spot. Soccer, like, every, was,
2: yeah, soccer was my first love. Yeah, that man, it, nice. it, you know, soccer.
1: I got into it eventually, but I, I didn't play it at all. I never played organized ball. But what I did was, uh, then I did basketball, and again, I got into a, a different culture. The coaching staff there was just not very helpful. Yeah, um, They had their guys, and that's who they were sticking with. And I was a sophomore, and I was fucking running circles around some of these guys. But yet, they never took me up to varsity. And, you know, it is what it is. And and at that point, I was like, "This is this is whack. Like, I didn't want to keep playing. You can get caught up in the politics. That's what it was, man. And then they switched coaches. So my junior year... That was when uh, when they had another new coach, and he definitely benched all of us, and then started uh, playing all the freshmen. Mm. So I'm like, wait a minute, what is this shit? So I quit. I ended up quitting because I also was working, because I had to work. I've been working since I was 13 years old in Jersey. So you know, we like I said, we were broke. We lived a very humble life. Mm. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just work, and then I'll play volleyball, which I was getting really good at. And um, I know <laughs> when your brother one time was couldn't believe me, but I played volleyball. I played junior Olympic volleyball. I was you know selected for a big team when I was at Garden Spot. I could I could um, see that. And you know the thing is, people, I'm 5'6". six, but I maybe was that's to, why he was like oh, yeah. You're too short. No one but could believe it, and especially tall. when I can, when I tell people I was able to dunk a basketball in high school. Like for me, it was nothing to get up on the rim at five six. Because I had hops yeah, and I was also like there. fifty pounds lighter than I am now, yeah, and before I tore my ACL twice, you know it makes a difference. So I played a lot of volleyball and I stuck with it, and then I quit baseball and then just stuck with it hard, um, yeah. and I ran cross country. So like I did all these sports in high school, which is what kept me some semi out of trouble, I would say. Yeah, man. but uh, yeah, man, that's that was high school. It was quite the experience. You know, quite the culture like, shock.
2: You know, <laughs> it's funny. What I noticed, he said, "Here, we're si- we're in effort. Yep. But he said here because I think people who kind of like you know a culture, yeah. you know a culture when yeah. you see it. Like we like th- we're surrounded by this thing that is like a massive town. Yeah. Yep. It's a, a, with a massive like culture of, I mean, <laughs> it's funny. One time I was walking around in Littles, right. I was with my family, you know, and, uh, you know, my kids are always getting interesting looks. Oh, what is it? Oh, you know, it's yeah, yeah. mixed. Oh, look yep. at his hair. It's, like, it's yeah. like, so I'm walking around in Littles, and I just had to start, and I was like, how long is this going to be a thing mm. where there's just these pockets of white people? Yeah. Like, how long is that going to last where it's just like, All right, this is a dominant white culture, and the rules of that like are they differ from the rest of the world they're yeah. not <laughs> like it's not yeah no i mean it's
0: eventually it's gonna, it's change. gonna, it's One gonna day change it's gonna change i mean not it's already be happening able yeah. to happen. it's happening yeah, exactly. that's what i mean like
2: it's but that's yeah. coming it's coming yeah, there it's, was no a time what. where that was inconceivable right right i'm saying like yeah. but it's we can see that oh, oh we yeah. it's yeah. coming it's yeah. gonna see it in our
1: lifetime oh
0: yeah there's gonna be generations in our lifetime where it's gonna be completely different
1: it's not gonna happen and you say you know when i say like here like meaning for the new holland pennsylvania whatever I just <laughs> to me there's to me there's just a, a, a an ignorance around culture i think that a lot of people just don't understand so when they don't understand they fear it absolutely they avoid it uh i mean i'll use my wife for an example you know she was born and raised in new holland typical white girl straight a student you know started dating me and she only thought that was mexican and puerto rican like, oh, yo, snake. if you ever want to insult somebody, you call them by a different race. Yeah. They, they'll they kill you. So, like, I'm like, wait a minute. There isn't just Mexican and Puerto Rican. Like, yeah, there may be the majority here that you may see, but. I think that's part countries. of our educational I just, system, but too, but that, though. That, I, that's exactly I what to we're going to gonna get Hispanic. to. Like, it's the, it's the school system. It's <laughs> yeah. the education. It's the, it's the material that's put out there. But they don't understand. They don't talk about that they shit. They don't understand geography. They don't talk anything. About it. Like, like, they don't. They, it's a brief. They don't have a brief honest, Class on yeah. like here's this country on the map. Yeah. But they don't talk about like you know what this country's What's being it? immigrated by these countries right now because X Y Z. But I t- I I'll that,
0: tell you a funny. St- my wife, this is kind of embarrassing, but my <laughs> wife is like we were talking about Brazil for some reason. Yeah. She's like that's in Europe, right? I'm like yeah, man. There you go. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing?
2: I know. <laughs> Come and, on. And it's we, not her fault. <laughs> it's not. She comes up in a culture that teaches people. Yeah. That their culture is the height of the world yep, yep. and that yeah. everything else that comes is alien and beneath it yeah and that's that 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 is what i when they talk about the concept of middle america
3: yeah
2: that's what i perceive this idea of yeah. in these pockets of places they believe in mm. that american like the I guess yeah. what some people would call the real American ideal of, yes, yeah. we are the best people in the world and your culture is shitty. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's that, it's that ignorance, man. But you know what? Here, like, look, man, I, especially after this, I was just in Colombia two weeks ago, man, with my family and I was there for a full two weeks and I came oh. back loving this country more than ever. Like, I love this fucking country. Let's not get that wrong. Yeah. Yes. I push my Colombian heritage out there and I try to uh, educate people. But there is no better country than this fucking country. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I don't but the thing is, this country is made up of all illegal immigrants at some point or another. This
2: whole thing Unless you're in a Native immigrants.
1: American Indian, which have been stripped away from the, all their rights. And now the new the most recent thing is they've taken away fucking requirements for mm-hmm. identification yep. to vote. Like now you've completely stripped out an entire race. An entire culture out of history, pretty much. You ever
2: you ever watch anything about what happened to
1: the people in Australia? Nah. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> no. I, I can't <laughs> even
2: explain. Like it's they they took an entire continent of people. Yeah. And decimated them in the span of like a hundred years. Wow. To, well, the we're, we're now, well, to the point where now. To the point Aborigin- where now aboriginal people. What they call the oh, Aboriginal okay. people. Yeah. They Those people the- like live on yeah, reservations yeah, yeah. yeah. like, kind of like what we see. Yeah. You know, okay. it's like how, what yeah. conscience do you <laughs> have to, to do that to people? Yeah. Like to, to, to decimate them yeah. to the point where it's like, they don't the Native Americans here one of the highest suicide rates in the
1: yep. in the country. right? Alcohol, I not yeah. know that. Alcohol and addiction issue. Because
2: you've yep. eradicated yep. their culture yeah. and they don't even know, like, there's people probably growing up like, gosh,
1: yeah. who,
2: what future do I have?
1: And then people here wonder why they're so pissed at us. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. How, how can you wonder that? I right? don't yeah. understand. How, <laughs> that's the crazy <laughs> part, man. There's such ignorance. Because it's,
2: because it's the story that's being yeah. told. The story yeah. that's yes. being told yeah, does not that include in the part yeah. Where you came in and through an act of genocide, yeah. you took out uh, people. Yep. This yep. is uh, people act like it's over. I agree. There's people living right now who are still in the continuance of that.
1: Yep. yep.
2: That's insane. But we're like, mm. oh no, that's that. I told this dude one time, so he was like real redneckish, and he, uh, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'm pretty sure people don't think about that no more." Mm. I'm like, dog. How do you not yeah. think about the fact that this is all technically illegal? Yep. How do you not how do you not yeah. think of that?
0: How can you be against immigration? Yeah. How can you be against
2: that's my that's my because you know issue, what man. immigration like, does. It yeah. breaks up that bull <laughs> it breaks yeah. up the bullshit. Yeah. The people of the world start coming in like,
1: oh y'all
2: are fucking yeah. up, huh? <laughs> like
1: <laughs> uh, it's it what really annoys me, especially out here, man, you know, you hear the Pennsylvania Dutch, like, Oh yeah, we're Pennsylvania Dutch or you know, we got the German background. Well, motherfucker, where do you think they came from? <laughs> like, you, just because you don't remember your grandparents or your great-grandparents who might have not spoken English, like, they went through the same shit that we're going through right now, and I'm meaning we as the Latinos, you know, but it's happening everywhere. It, it, it just, and they could, that's yeah. what pisses me off. Like, people don't realize and recognize that they were once, or they are part of a family tree that is not from this country i
2: think that culture what really offends them is the fact that y'all y'all's coloring yeah like you there's there's a remnant of the the african phobia yeah yeah. there's a remnant of that in that complexion and they're like oh well that's still different right that's not that's still not what you know you y'all hair is the same color (laughs) like you got similar complexions
0: I think it should be a requirement. Everybody get a DNA test, and everybody yeah. looks into. I bet you'd be surprised if everybody took yeah. a DNA test and looked into what their heritage truly was. Yeah, that there would be a lot of things in there that you they wouldn't. See, yeah. They you wouldn't
2: want see to one people to here. talk about. Yeah. And, and it's exactly not this. It. It's not that yeah. all of these different pe. It's people. Yeah. It's one person spanning out into the yep. world, going different places. And figuring out how to live there. Yeah. <laughs> well, people, <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: but people have a hard time even in acknowledging science. Yeah, man, that like right. we oh, that man. you pretty much everybody came from Africa, right?
2: Yeah, they don't need people pe- hate that concept, they use, yeah. but that, they use religion to if you look, if you to at, not acknowledge. If that, you really right? looked at Africa, like the home of all people, could you really like? Could you really justify the way that that place is like? destroyed and raped like if you had some connection with that when you'd be Mm -hmm. like that's fucked up they doing that to my people of course but they segregate it and say oh no actually you're from (laughs) hungaria yeah motherfucker you from the same place i'm from eventually yeah Yeah. so let's not still on ancestry.com i learned that i was 48 percent turkish it's like yeah where were you before that because that's what I'm trying to get to. Because that's where the fuck we come together. Yeah. I'm not trying to look at. Uh, not to say that your heritage is bullshit. Yeah. We all have our unique heritages and things. But if you can't come together on the fact that it's just one fucking people here, you need to like fucking educate your life or some shit. Because it's an easy it's an easy thing to understand. I don't
1: know. People I, want I hear you, man. people
2: want to be better than other people. They got to make up shit. And say, uh, oh, well, here I we better... are
1: to educate those. Yeah. And that's, that's that's how I see it, man. I take any chance I get. Uh, if you, you know, if you ever read any articles I've written, if you ever. That's really what I wanted to I've hear done, about. Everything's about teaching people like, look, guys, you know, we're all one. That's, that's what it is. Let's, so let's help each other out. So what so. did
2: you what have you gotten published, man? Like what? Uh, oh, I, man. I heard you say that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in the process of, you know, I'm a writer. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to, to 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 move from being just a writer of shit that I see, yeah, to yeah,
1: yeah. publish shit, you know. And well, I was it, just
2: I was interested in seeing how. I mean, uh, it
1: has a lot to do, I think, with what I have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a writer. I'm a terrible writer. Like you, I always asked help. you write good to enough to get published. Yeah, but you know, I I do it with help. Um, you know, cuz it's a lot. It, it, but you have the idea a, and you it's yeah. your vision. You, yeah. you just
0: people just put, help you put it into words.
1: And That's Correct. awesome though. And you know, my wife being one of them, she was always a very great English like English scholar almost because and here's the other thing, like, English is my first language. People always think, oh, yeah, did you have to learn English? That's like, a yeah, I did.
2: thing to say to somebody. Like,
1: I, at <laughs> home, my parents, like, my parents don't speak English, right? So, you know how I learned English? I fucking turned on the cartoon channel. That's ter- learned from TV. That's how I, turned, that's how I learned English. People by talk myself, about, on my own.
2: People talk shit about TV, but I learned yeah. a lot of shit from TV.
1: Well, I learned. that's how I learned English. So, I didn't have ESL classes. I didn't need any of that. So, but... I still struggle with it because I grew up in a system where they didn't give a shit about their students. If you were a <laughs> bad kid, if you were a bad kid, they didn't give a shit about you. I remember in fifth grade, my like my teacher because I was I was like a little smart ass. I was a class clown. He like didn't let me graduate from there the drug and alcohol, whatever programs they do in schools. How the fuck did you somebody
2: in there? Because I pissed them off. That's the most disrespectful shit Yeah, like
1: dumb (laughs) shit like that where, you know, I think back about it. I'm like, damn, that's not cool. Motherfucker, you
0: failed
3: then, But then the the issue also, (laughs)
1: here's the other issue that comes along with that. My parents, they didn't know any better to get involved. Like now as an American culture with us sitting at this table, if something like that happened to our kids, we'd be at the school, knocking on the door, be like questioning. (laughs) Yeah, t- <laughs> in this culture, we don't question Latinos in general. We leave that to the professional, and that's a, a, an ignorance, in, in my opinion. So, you know, parents will be like, you know what? The school, that's their profession, that's what they do. We're not going to get involved. We don't know about that. Yeah. So, like, that's why childhood literacy, uh, all those things are so complicated when it comes to a bicultural environment like places like Reading. So, I, I'm a very big advocate for big, you know, these cities around here. That lack resources like the city of Reading. So these kids are are doomed all from the start. Like their parents don't go to the schools. They're not involved. They're probably working two or three jobs just to maintain their little roach motel somewhere. Like it's a different world. It's a different struggle. So you that's kind of how I came up. So the, I don't feel you, like I'm the best writer. You know
0: Angel because of that. that plays Angel. basketball on Thursday, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday? Yeah, yeah. T- the taller know skinny kid yeah, that can know him. volleyball Tall player roller, can I, 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 sh- yep, yep. you know jumps everywhere yeah he's a teacher in lebanon oh, and okay. uh he he teaches i don't i can't remember if he teaches english or spanish i don't know okay one or the other and he said the yeah, yeah. you know there's a large latino yeah definitely lebanon, uh, yeah that live there or large, mm-hmm. whatever population mm-hmm. and uh he said that like he'll have 90 students and out of those 90 for like parent teacher conference. Yeah. Only, only uh third, like last time he had 13 parents yep, show up. Yep. Does not I like to me, like,
1: I don't yeah. know.
0: I've been to every conference. like we're but,
1: there. Yeah. I've been to every single one with my I'm wife. Just like
0: 30. He's like, that's. He's, yeah. you got to understand the yeah. culture. Yep. He's like, that's just, that's the culture. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh-
1: <laughs> so that's another struggle within the cultures as well. uh. You know, and then when I say lack of resources, I mean it pisses me off that my kids come home with a damn iPad in fourth grade and He in, always in, talking in, about that. And my seventh eighth grader has a fucking laptop. And these kids
2: don't And have then them.
1: these kids in Reading got they don't even have a damn textbook. In this seat, this is the exact same thing. And I know that Baltimore, the time, I know we've talked about, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We've talked same about the same Baltimore thing.
0: Baltimore don't have heat in their it's classrooms, yeah, but man. these kids got iPads. Like the
1: city of Reading will dismiss you early if it's too damn hot See, or too cold because they don't have ventilation. And this like,
2: is what I mean. Like how was the conversation yeah. Yeah. how is the conversation not about poverty is the number one issue here? Oh yeah. It's so evident we see we I mean those who are around it see it. But it's like yeah. this is but it's kinda like, oh well that's on the back burner. No, like how the fuck yeah. like you're only gonna be as good as those people.
0: Like Penn Manor is a perfect example. You see yeah. what Penn Manor did? No, what they do? They just, they knocked, they're knocking down a perfectly good school
1: really? and
0: building an $87 million that was, school.
1: That's because they, that. they got money. Yeah. They can do
2: that. Better. It has
0: heat, it's working, yeah. functioning. Uh, yeah. But they they just decided. High level was, school you know, in these got, cities. Not to yeah. get into a weird subject, but like the Parkland shooting place yeah. where they, where that happened, yeah. their, their school was literally like. A college campus, wow. like they had separate like campuses for the, like yeah. the students would go. They had this huge. Full, I'm like, like wow,
2: Damn, we I even don't even get, everybody. I don't even understand. Yeah. They and out. you
0: know how they do that? They do that through the testing. Yeah, yeah the yeah, testing yeah, yeah. that your kids take. Yep. That's how they get they yeah. they uh determine who gets the federal money.
1: Yeah. That's so disrespectful. And then, like you know, we've got I've, we've had this conversation because I'm yeah. I'm a huge advocate for childhood education and mentorship which, which are things that I didn't have um, in Burks in reading like they do test well do the thing is that there's so many students compared the, the city of Reading is about 90,000 residents okay right the rest of the county is about 150 thousand residents so half almost half of your population in Brooks County is in one school district and they eat up a lot of resources hmm. whereas others get this big chunk of money. And build these fucking stadiums. Yeah. There's like Wilson, Governor Mifflin. These are yeah. like major schools. Yeah. And yet, you know, it's, and it's messed up. It's all messed up. But uh this shit I hurts say my it's head. backwards about all the time. Yeah. And it's you know, backwards like way of doing things. I'm one who always calls people out when they want to bitch and complain. Like, hey, if you're not doing something about it, then I don't want to hear it. So people like me, like I feel like I am doing something about it. Mm-hmm. I tutor, I tutor two year olds or second graders in the Reading School District. Uh, because I used to work for the United Way, so I'm very community-oriented. Um, so I still do it. I still volunteer to tutor kids, uh, second graders, because they're struggling with literacy. They probably don't have somebody reading books with them. And it's bad. Like my, kin- my my boy, who's in first grade, sixth grader, so last year he was a kindergartner, right? Just learning how to read. He was reading pretty much at the same level that the, two, the second graders that I had were le- reading at. That's free. That's scary, man. But we've introduced him to books since he was before he could read. Because mm-hmm. literacy is not just reading a word; it's I'm seeing, seeing a picture, creating a story, like stimulating someone's mind. And that's what we do. And uh, you know, it's pretty sad, but I'm I'm one man that I, I walk it. I'm I'm not here to talk shit. Mm-hmm. I will do it. I serve on five boards, <laughs> nonprofit boards. I I do it. So out there wh- whoever's out there listening, man, you know, do it.
2: You remember Al was like, What Gio gonna say on here? That's man, why we got Gio. I haven't even he I haven't even started like
1: I haven't even started talking about my professional career, man. That's, that's what I mean. Like this
2: is just the shit that he does like on the side, yeah. like just because he he was trying to make a change in the world. You know, like, like this is the yeah. type of people like like I grew up I think around a lot of people who had really um low expectations of life. Oh yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like they didn't believe that they had the ability to do real things in the world. And I think I fell into that. And I think, uh, you know, I've just been trying for so long to get around people who are trying, not even trying, but actually doing those things in the world that I'm trying to do. Like, that's why I want to get into like motivational speaking and, uh you know things of that nature, because you know I, I tried to do it through music. I tried to uh, make music to affect people sure. on real levels. I wasn't. I didn't want to talk about things that were. You know I'm not talking about jewelry and all of the bullshit. I'm going to yeah. talk about real life things yeah. and try to get you through something if you're in a shitty situation. I so I tried to do it through that, but at the same time, it's like you know I. I, I enjoy talking to people yeah I, I i thought you know people are so uh people are so amazing and they don't even know well, it.
1: everyone has a story man That's,
2: everybody has a story like and i'm very they,
1: intrigued by that as well like i always ask people like where what's what's your background what, what's what's it like what'd you go through yeah we never understand what anybody has gone through like look we got struggles every day we got problems just like everyone else but you know i try to be a very positive person in life and yeah. in, in my I'm very humbled because I did have that that experience, that, that culture shock when I moved here. So I am very grateful for that. It was a terrible experience to go through as a kid, as a teenager, a young man trying to kind of learn his ways. What was kind of the um, worst
2: thing that you like went through when you, you moved You know, when people start
1: way. calling you a spick or they fucking, you know, single you out. So you're
2: talking about like they'd come to your face and say it? Yeah,
1: like sometimes or like I remember in class one time there was a group of kids uh, early on when uh i, I kind of kept my mouth shut i was you know i was trying not to mess with people yeah. and in like the back of the classroom was these two girls and these two guys and they were joking around because they were talking shit on mark because filipino yeah. mark and him and i used to you know, you know we were good friends He's very laid back too He's yeah like- so like they were busting on him a lot and they were calling him chink and you know all the fucking hmm. racial things and then i turned around and i finally had to say something and you know they kind of just like giggled like oh my god you know whatever but then the same guy tried to do that shit to me during gym class and I fucking knocked him out because I had to, you know, at that point, yeah,
2: them, no, it, wasn't it was acceptable. just, yeah, like,
1: you know? like, look, man, you know, chill out already. So I had to do something about it. Um, after that, they How stopped. How did the
2: school say that? How did they well, say that? they
1: didn't find out because I wasn't stupid either. Yeah. So I, you did it. <laughs> you I, did I knew it. better. <laughs> yeah. I've hardly ever gotten caught for anything bad that I've done out there. <laughs> <laughs> Can be but, uh, good, yeah, can man, be I a man, I wasn't. I wasn't stupid. Though, you know? I wasn't stupid, man. Because you know, of course, I'd get. I'd get the hard end of that stick if, if it came down to, oh, you punch somebody, why? Oh, because oh, he called yeah. me a spig. Well, I don't know. I didn't hear that. So you know, you just had to be slick. And I, like I said, man, I grew up in an environment where I was 12, 13 going on twenty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just you, a different world.
2: You were walking around in gym classes and things with people whose maturity yeah. level was so beneath. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were like,
1: and that's you know, and that's <laughs> funny because that's that's why like I knew people like Rob because Rob's a- older. He was older than me in school and obviously age. Yeah, because I didn't know you in school. Yeah, correct. I didn't even see you in high no. school. You were already out of high school. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, because Samir was a senior when I had just started there as a sophomore. Okay. And uh, and I rolled with him and his friends. And, and that's why I never, like, Mark was the only kid in my grade that I kind of knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple other guys here and there, but nothing where it was like, like with Samir I would roll, I would go to the parties. Like, I was going to bars and clubs at like 15, 16 years old. Because I also looked a little older at that time than what I was. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like nothing. Like, I saw these kids go crazy. I actually never got exposed to drugs, like real drugs, until I came here. (laughs) Like, I didn't, you know, in Jersey, it was all about, like, in the hood, it's smoking weed and drinking 40s. Like, that's all I knew. You didn't really see the the heroin, the coke, the crack, especially all those things. Or at least those
2: weren't who you were around. Correct. And in that
1: whole area, it just wasn't like that. It was just weed and and drinking. But here, man, holy shit. The heroin. these kids had a lot of problems, man. These heroin little, like, white was white bad. White neighborhoods, yeah. That heroin. was probably heroin. Was... issue. Like, yeah. they
2: got more issues, I, I find, sometimes, than people from the hood. Yeah, like, I they, agree. Like, they have, like, these hang-ups and, yep. like, these, yeah. like, little, like...
0: It's, you know, because it's because, in a weird are. way, we almost have more fears. Like, the fear yeah. of, like, yeah, yeah. what we don't know when when we don't know people yeah. from different races and stuff. There's a lot, man. I like, think entitlement, Yeah, like, uh, all kinds. You, yeah. you might got have money, more money. More money. Yeah. So,
1: you know, hey, man, why do you think fucking Pablo Escobar did what he did in this country? It's because the U.S. was the biggest client. He knew what yeah. was going on here. These white people were the biggest clients. It wasn't even Colombians. You
2: know, and he... <laughs> You know i can't even i can't ever say like i know like he did unspeakable things oh hell
1: yeah man definitely
2: but it's like at the same time it's like they they literally they they came after him though for some drugs yeah like you know what i mean when they were pumping people full of drugs themselves it was like i would seem to
0: be okay for he, the big he,
2: he, he would have been dumb mm-hmm. to be like oh well that that can't work yeah, yeah. You no, what, no, like he. But I mean, yeah. You that, know what
0: cracks me up about Pablo Escobar is they probably people uh, know that name and associate something with them, yeah. but like the big banks in America were Hell the ones yeah. <laughs> sm- laundering his money,
2: <laughs> yep, and I people
0: agree. don't know, like, don't know that or don't care to know that. But even if they may know that, don't care. That's yeah.
2: one of them things you tell them, and they
1: just yep. act like
0: they not hear. <laughs> that, that's you know oh, yeah. how many years ago
1: yeah 2030 no
0: i mean and it's a fact you can look it up find it it's a yeah.
3: fact
1: they paid some fines and all those you all know those nobody went in, to jail South florida man and new york, yeah. york and all them big cities they were yep. all funded by his shit by by cartel money exactly
2: have you so. do you know what it was about because i see like this area like it does have a significant type of like colombian community
1: yeah, Ephrata actually has like, one of the largest populations of Colombians in the area. Yeah. in and New Holland. Uh, I always wonder yeah. what,
2: what like how that came about.
1: You know, well, if you look at uh, migration, it's a pattern. It's a pattern where you go where you know. So, you know, for example, Eddie's family, they were here. They were one of the first Colombian families. And then my mom came. And then, you know, people came in after us and followed us from Jersey. Does he have any siblings? He has two older brothers. Mm-hmm. Um much older brothers but yeah so like in in there happens to be one of the you know very large colombian uh family who um they actually own the restaurant too okay so uh these people i mean they got there's a ton of them i mean just that family is about 100 deep Hmm. so you know it's just how it is and you look and, and, and effort is not only uh, like a stomping ground for Colombians, but Russian as well. Oh, I was yeah.
0: going to say Russian. Yeah. New Holland, too. Yep, yep.
1: There's a Russian, lot of, Russian a lot of in in Russians area. in New Holland. And- uh, you know, oh, you so got Russian somebody, church.
2: Somebody told me there's a, a pretty significant Ukrainian population. Yep. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. You got well, all these people that are migrating here as well because they all know each other. And the other thing is the yeah. church. There's a church right here on, uh, right by the car wash, by the cloister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's know, that's what, the place where they congregate. That's the place where they help each other out. They lift That's right around right the
2: corner from my house. Well, f- from my
1: parents' house. Ooh, so they, so that's, you know, that's why you see these, these pockets.
0: This is kind um, of interesting that, like, like, I find it interesting that because of, like, immigration and stuff, you guys are almost like a more knitted community yeah. than, like, the Absolutely. Yeah, then they absolutely. the effort absolutely. of, like, the... then the people the, themselves. They're here. No, I agree.
2: Far, far... Yeah.
0: It's more willing to help each other, more willing to yeah. do things for each other.
1: Yeah. I always... I don't know. Well, here's, here's an example. All right? You walk this neighborhood, like, your neighbors probably don't mess with you. You all don't talk to each other much. Or that's how I see it in my neighborhood. My neighborhood's it's, pretty much, my no, much like
2: that. I mean, I was around there. The I, only, was o- I was over there for yeah. a long time. Like,
1: I, it, it was, it's, it's just kind of everyone keeps to themselves. Toast. Yeah, as Rob closes the window so they don't hear us. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story in a minute. But, uh, you know, like everyone kind of keeps to themselves, right? Yeah. So, like, I was just in Colombia, right? And And my family, you know, they have this one house. And then my dad's side of the family has another across the street. But all those people talk to each other. They all say hello to each other. They walk by and they, yo, good day. How you doing? What's see, going man? on? Like, there's a lot of connection and sense of community. Whereas here, people just don't mess with it. With each other. And like, I grew up in a, like I said, in a Cuban house, a building. There was 15 apartments in that building and they were all Cuban. We all knew each other. We all knew go to each, see, each other's birthdays, funerals, births, whatever. There's an, there's here <laughs> Actually, there's... you know what? The only, the only, the few neighbors that I actually say hello to and we talk to. Is your father in law? Yeah, that's ironic cause he, because he he's one that actually because, does yeah. make the effort because he's not from there. here. Yeah, like he's one of the very few because he's from
2: like the Philly mm-hmm. area. Yeah, you yeah. see, I'm saying like this. It's yeah. this, it's this. So, dip- uh, that's why that's why yeah. I think me and my wife actually really connected because we weren't from like
1: yeah. I just moved here it's when funny. I His was Father in law, man, he cool guy. Yeah, and but he and like he's got a, a snowblower. He walked walk through the neighborhood, man, taking care of people's walkways. My father-in-law... Like, that type of... You know, he's a cool cat. He's
2: one of my favorite people ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's... He, he's, a, he's Like, he'll do anything for anybody. Like, he's...
1: And, and he's great. as white as
2: can be. Yeah, you know, he... <laughs> but his culture exactly. is Exactly, yep, yep. He came from yep. a place yeah. where cultures were integrating. You talk to yeah. other different people. Yeah. The one thing I've always thought about myself, you know, and trying to analyze myself is, like... I've always seen an emptiness in myself and part of that has to do with the fact that I have no sense of community yeah. because I was I was in this community of people who really didn't even want to communicate yeah, with each other alone. at yep. all and then when you add the black stuff on top of it then nobody's saying Definitely. shit nobody yeah. is like oh let me help you along in life let me do yeah. let me do it. I I have no sense of that mm-hmm. so it's like uh I have uh, and I just, I, I had to figure out kind of at some point in time, like, look, you got to do this shit <laughs> yeah. without nobody's like help or, you know, not to say, I, I don't want to act like no, I have, I've had nobody's help, but I've no I've never had that sense of community. Cause yeah. that's one of, I think the most essential things to life.
0: It's weird. Cause every, like, obviously I've lived around here my whole life and that's pretty, much, that's not, there's only been like one neighborhood. That I lived in where the
2: people listen, asked if you needed something, that stuff like where, that.
0: Where like, <laughs> yeah. but th- that we lived and like the neighbors talked to us and it was a black family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you know what, <laughs> and, what I'm saying, like, like where,
1: where in our neighborhood, uh, I had a, a black neighbor who nobody spoke to him. Oh really? And we like instantly became boys and it was like, yo, Julian, what do you need? or we helped each other out and yeah. And now and, and he moved out. Um, and now there's a Latina woman there who happens to have a kid the same age as my middle child. So there, so we've all, like, she came, she spent uh, Christmas with us last year. I
2: uh, see. Like,
1: like that's, yeah, I that's never... it. that's Then we got our other neighbor next door. And um, and the one we're connected to in the house, bro, like, like, yeah, we'll talk and say hi to each other if we see out there. But that's it. Like, they're very to themselves. We have people across the street that just moved in. Like, we want to go out there and say hello to them. But they just, like, look up. And then you just run into their house like there's I just no.
0: I just don't like people sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's my the other thing. my problem personally. Like I, I honestly, yeah. this neighbor here, I've waved. That's it. Yeah. The guy across the street, he. I don't have any time for all when yeah. anybody that all they have to do is to mow their lawn. Like that's yeah. like their main goal in life. <laughs> like he's mowing his lawn. These people over here. Yeah. The first day we moved here, we we signed the papers for the house and stuff. Yeah. So two weeks before we moved in here, our dog died, for and sure. uh. He died at the kennel, and we were, unfortunately and the kennel put him in a freezer. It's a weird story, but anyways,
2: that's better than <laughs> some places he could have went. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, <laughs> they put him in a freezer, and then they they were nice enough to keep him in the freezer. I was like, listen, I'm moving. I can't bury him at my house. I have now, so they kept him in the freezer. So we wow. w- w- first thing I do, what do I do? I sign the papers for my house. What do I do? I go pick up my dead dog at yeah. the kennel and come dig a hole right out here uh and i'm knee deep in this hole and i got this black bag like garbage bag with this now you see our dogs right you see what our dogs are our dogs are like
2: (laughs) you got big dogs like he was
0: like a he was a mastiff he was probably like 130 pounds oh my god and uh so there's this like it looks like a body i'm knee deep the neighbor right next to us comes over he's like trying to say hi and stuff i'm like Hey, what's up? You know, and I'm not very social. Yeah. You know, like so I, I'm digging. I put him. I put the dog in the hole. Dog don't fit. I gotta take him out. The neighbor's like right there. <laughs> Like, oh, I dig further, man. and I finally I get him buried and stuff. That's, like, literally the only time I, I've, I've waved to him a couple times otherwise. That's, <laughs> That's why they avoid you, man. He came over, those. shook my it's hand. Like, oh, He's up. like, he that, I think that dude buried his- <laughs> getting buried in the same <laughs> yeah.
2: yard. I
0: know that much. Oh, but, man. I mean, our old house, the neighbor we had called the cops on us. Like, I hated yeah. her guts. She, for
2: what? What did they call for? They called
0: the EPA because I painted my car in my garage, or I worked on my oh. car in my garage.
2: They called the EPA. They called the
0: EPA, and then they read. They filed a complaint against me using anonymous complaint for her address. So she uh, tried to file a complaint on me and used her address. So I'm like, okay, whatever. How do you so,
2: have time to do. Yeah, she was head. a ho- housewife,
0: and her husband was oh, a ke- oh. was a chemist. Okay, well, was a chemist. Oh, she had two okay. children. She didn't
2: have shit to do. Right, she exactly.
0: I I was her job. Like that's yeah. she do you called. Know what he did today called the county on me like filed seven injunctions against me like the last time she called the dog warden on us now i built a whole fence like i have like a high fence six foot fence at my house and we built the whole way around the backyard because we let the dogs out like we do here you know and they would pee and they never were out front she called the dog warden dog warden came to my house he's like well we had a complaint of your dogs pooping in other people's yards i said let me tell you something (laughs) buddy (laughs) I said, I know who called a complaint. I said, you can go visit her after I'm done talking to you. I said, but if you ever come back here without a picture of my dog shitting in somebody else's yard, yeah. we're going to have a problem. Yeah. I said, I don't want to hear it. Don't ever come back. I said, you will have a problem. Go talk to her because she's got no life. Yeah. So like, <laughs> the and issues, then the
1: way people handle issues here, and right? then we Where found out up, that would never have happened.
0: We found out she was a witch.
1: <laughs> she was a Wiccan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So
0: she would like have seances, and like the middle, like all these people would show up in like black like oh hoodies and stuff and like come and like do whatever seances man. and stuff Freaky i'm shit. like whatever so then i found out like I'm listen I'm, I'm the wrong person to like start messing with because i'll find some like you trivial got your, like, you got your own juju. oh man i'll find your some own. so then i started putting like vert like anti-witchcraft verses on my garage on the side they could see <laughs> <laughs> i started collecting oh, no. they were like man. i think they were anti like air conditioning <laughs> So they would like, like, cause they were wicked, oh like God. natural and stuff. Yeah. So I collected as much dog poop as I could, put it in a container, open container right by their bedroom window. Wow. She literally called the the township and complained that I had dog poop by her window. <laughs> oh, wow. Like I did, Good like guy, listen. Man. Oh. I'm just saying like yeah. leave me like see that's kind of like how I like I'm kind of like leave me alone and yeah. I'll leave you alone like if you're not doing I don't know
2: <laughs> See, I, see, what they I don't, I don't know that
0: sense of community
2: what she didn't understand about you is that you have your own type of magic and that is the yeah. willpower <laughs> yeah. of making something happen and that's wow. like that so she's, she's like that's What's funny, going on there? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah you got magic back.
0: Oh, the best was getting yeah. that letter saying she complained about the dog poop. Then I knew I was, like, winning. Yeah, so, it was, like, yeah. challenging. It was, like, see, like, I look at it as, like, challenges. Yeah. Like, you don't challenge me like that. Right. You got to lose. <laughs> oh, I come right, up man. with some crazy shit. That's
1: funny. So, yeah, man, that's how, that's how see, neighborhoods work, man, cultural. Yeah, but in a community
0: like that, everybody's looking out for each other. Yeah. That's the problem. I think in, like, yeah. communities like this, people aren't looking out yeah. for each other like if you this this community has a a website like really? for the neighborhood wow and yeah it's wow if it was that like used like- for good things but it's like Oh, somebody's driving through the neighborhood with loud exhaust on their car. I really oh didn't God. appreciate, you know. Fucking
1: first world problems. That's man. what I'm
0: saying. Like, you don't like this oh is the kind God. of trivial stuff yeah. that they're complaining. It's like dumb shit. It's like, come on, people. I'm like, really? This is what we're going. to. It's not like, hey, let's get a, you know, so and so has cancer at this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. let's get a let's put together a, a fundraiser or yeah. something. That's the kind of shit they don't put that shit up. They're putting it about car exhaust yeah. that you know i mean like out. that kind too much of stuff time to worry about exactly there's probably a lot of people yeah. in here that have wives that probably don't work yeah. i'm gonna you know i'm gonna probably assume yeah. things yeah. that i shouldn't but it's probably yeah, true you be right yeah and <laughs> uh <a>
2: particular culture. <laughs> you, know the culture. you know
0: and uh you know Man. they have too much time on their hands and they got nothing to do wow so other people's lives we gotta stop worrying about other people yeah you know? They
2: watch people's lives on TV, so they have to watch people's lives
1: in reality. Like,
0: well, they gotta, think their life is a soap opera. Yeah, oh, I mean, but that's,
1: yeah, man. That's I can't handle any of that shit, bro.
2: I, I understand, but
0: I, I'm like jealous you, of the community. I'm just saying the
2: community aspect. Like yeah. some of the biggest times, like of me feeling a sense of community, was always in places that were impoverished. Because mm-hmm. I think people who are impoverished yeah. need each other. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. These people don't need. Yeah. I think you're right. Anybody else yeah. on this street?
0: If there was an apocalyptic event, right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden there'd be community, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't need none of these people. Like, so they they figure, look, I'm in my world. I'm yeah. gonna. Mow my lawn. I'll get in the lawn contest with the guy across the street. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I used to work somewhere, and these old dudes would just be sitting around talking about the lawn, like yeah. lawn care. It's like
1: What's lawn
2: care. That's really at, like the top. Time, the I guarantee you. Right
1: now, like I'm lucky if that shit's cut once a month. A lot man. of these
0: people mow their lawn during the weekend. I guarantee you if I mow my lawn like a Wednesday. You wait and see how many other people out there mowing their lawn because I mowed my lawn in like the middle of the week. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, his lawn is see, shorter I mean. than ours that's now.
2: A, that's a certain type <laughs> of, That's a, see to me, that's, that's a certain type of like neuroses. Like yeah. what is going on in your mind to make you compete with a person about a lawn?
0: Chris is not like fun. that's not <laughs>
2: there's nothing healthy about
0: that. I don't know.
2: There's just all these unhealthy wow. mentalities kind of floating I'm glad kind of that I lived here in this area because it let me see what kind of is at the core of the rest of the madness. It's like, oh, these people on some level (laughs) are going crazy and, you know, it's kind of affecting everybody
1: else. It's like, well, I'm I'm glad I came from both sides. You know, I've been on both sides and I do have to admit, man, I love I love my segregation (laughs) per se. You know, I do I do like it because, like, I'll go back home to Jersey, man, and I just want to come home. I just want to come back here again where it's quiet. I got my own driveway. Yeah. All my first world, you know, access and entitlement. Because, uh, you know, over there, man, holy shit. Just trying to find a parking spot to park to go see it's, my, it's my family. It's an hour of my time. And then you got to move it. And then you got to have a special permit. And then just people in general got this chip on their shoulder and everybody's hustling and I'm just like nah man I gotta come back to my little white neighborhood yeah, yeah, yeah. I like with, that let's come back <laughs> but yeah man it, it's, it's, it's fun it's
0: Baltimore's fun. no Baltimore I can't tell you how many times my daughter got a fine for like parking her car in the wrong place oh, car got towed a couple times cause she didn't have a permit or uh, there's a baseball game at the Orioles and you weren't yeah. allowed to park in a certain area I'm like how do you I, I was like yeah. I, I can't I can't deal with not
1: having a driveway. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, I, I, agree. I, I you know, I don't know how my next goal in life is to have a garage. That's my next one. That's the next
2: garage. <laughs> garage is nice. Garage is that is it. my next Garage to come up. Garage is nice. Uh, garage well, is,
1: yeah, I mean, We'll get there. So or I'll get there. You already there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm a car guy. No, listen, yeah, there's
0: certain certain, yeah. certain things as a car person you have to have. Yeah. Certain, uh, when you buy a house, like, listen, yeah. there's two things I want. I don't give a shit about what the house looks like. I don't care about <laughs> yeah. anything. But I need a two-car garage, and I need central AC. Otherwise, I don't care if it's I like those a divided house yeah. or a, I don't care. Just give me that, and I'm good. <laughs>
1: and, and, and a friend who could wire uh, oh, and, and and a, a friend, compressor
0: for you. That Gio's, also Gio's <laughs> other talent is uh, wiring compressors <laughs> like, for people. People.
1: yeah that was uh <laughs> wow. quite the uh the, the interesting thing there man hey man you that's, that's what you do you trade you trade what I you did, can do i don't even know what what did i do you fix one you fixed one of the cars that i fucking dented the, the oh, bumper on. is that what it was yeah. oh your wife's car no no it was my friend who oh that's over. right yeah, that's yeah. right i remember so I had a friend come over man she had a brand new like hyundai and we had a little get-together So I'm like, here, I'll move your car. I'll park it down here. And I backed up into my neighbor's car. He had a big truck. Mm -hmm. Fucking dented the truck, man. Mm -hmm. Or dented her car. So, of course, I'm like, yo, I I called my body guy (laughs) because he's done a few things already for me. I'm like, hook me up. He's like, you know what? I I need to wire a compressor. How do I do it? I'm like, you know what? I'll do it for you. So we traded it. That's cool. A 220. Man. Uh, uh, 220 we yeah. In, man. Still working. Still, still there, right? Still working. And still working. I've yeah. never given that compressor up, man. Yeah, no, that's a good one. You just one. can't. You can't. Yeah. It's, I learned crazy.
0: a long time ago you don't sell I'm, tools. I,
1: and like Rob said, man, that's one of my skills. It's not even a skill. It's just things I've learned throughout life. Up? Yeah. I'm one of those, man. I'm like a renaissance person, man. I want to learn everything I can. I, I pretty much work on my cars with anything that is not major like engine work or anything like that i don't mess with but i, I i'm a youtube guy that's why i love yep, the technology YouTube is great man i've i've learned i've changed axles and brakes and all kinds of stuff in my suv and my cars just right from youtube i've mm-hmm. renovated my whole house you know i've worked on my roof like i've done all kinds of shit just on youtube i so. can't do the heights i love that yeah that was up there a few, you know two three months ago and it was it was scary but I saved myself a lot of yeah. money. Did your sidewalk, right? Did my, No, I did my uh, steps. Or your steps. Yeah, your steps. They need a little more work because that was the very first time I ever messed with concrete. But yeah, now I know you, learned, you live and you man. learn, man. You did it. So.
0: You gotta do yeah. that stuff nowadays. You can't I do it I mean, to save money. You know how much cost to pay Yo, somebody to crazy. do those concrete steps? I know, it I would know. be something ridiculous. We want to do nuts. a patio in the backyard. Yeah. Dude, yeah. were like, it was like four thousand dollars. Yep. I'm like, for a patio? He's yep. like, Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be waiting yeah, on a patio until you know. I learn how to do it myself. Cause I'm paying that's my nobody next, four thousand dollars to spring, do a patio. Man, that's my next thing. You gonna to do a patio?
1: My uh, deck because my shit's oh, all falling apart. So deck, yeah. patio. Cause I have two levels. So it's like Little patio area and then the deck. but All that shit's falling apart. And my fencing... Like, now the house needs all this work, so...
2: My father-in-law and his friends, they just put a deck up on their lake house.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: They just... I mean, him and his friend, they... He's all, they. He likes to build shit, so they.
1: Yeah, you know, man, they, you save money, bro.
0: Do that. Stuff, bro. Yeah, it's amazing what how much you don't realize yeah. how much you save.
1: I know, I know.
0: I did this whole these both these rooms mm-hmm. that this room and that room by myself, and I probably did it for, yeah, a, a very small a ten percent mm-hmm. of probably what it would have cost me if I paid somebody. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because I did all the two by fours, I put everything up, and you know yep. did all the drywall. Yep. It's not perfect, but yep. it looks good enough. Good enough.
3: I'm I'm
1: actually doing my steps right now. I removed all the carpeting and learned that when you want to lay a hardwood floor or laminate floor on a step and they have the lip, (laughs) you have to cut those damn lips out. (laughs) And that's, that's been, uh, I learned that one the hard way. But, uh, yeah, I got it all ready to go. Now I just got to lay the floor down. You got to use this stuff. This is stuff like just yeah. sticks on. Well, that's what I'm going to do. But you have to have that lip off. Uh, it's got to be a complete 90 degree edge. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that you could put the lip that comes with this floor. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. But then you have to add, like, it's the lip's almost an inch <coughs> thick. So I put another piece of wood to cover it to make up for that space. Yeah. So that's a whole other project, man. But it's been, it's been interesting. But we, you know. That's how you do it. You gotta learn. Your, <laughs> you gotta
0: teach yourself, man, because yeah. I don't know how anybody can afford to do shit wait, for what thing costs nowadays. I agree.
1: Especially, you know, I got it's a got, household of five. Yeah. And it's my income. And yeah. I don't make, you know, it's not like I make this crazy money either. No. People think I make good money because well, of what I do and all the connections and all these people I know, but. yeah. But I don't, you know, I make, they a very... see the hustle and they think, uh, oh, yeah, man. they think I'm fucking yeah. sitting in money, man, yeah, they rolling see me in the in paper it. every week yeah, or, man. or they see me in magazines and in, on TV and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm struggling just like you. My mortgage is behind right now as we speak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is. You know, I gotta, I live paycheck to paycheck. I think five of us. I think in reality, there's a
0: lot of people that live paycheck yeah. to paycheck. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. pe- people live way and out of And usually the people that are acting the most yes. that they don't live They're paycheck to paycheck yep. are usually
1: further well, behind than anybody. I tell you what, man. I was an underwriter for, for a bank for two years, and I saw so many people living way out of their means. Just credit card well, debt out the ass. We're uneducated. And, and
0: yeah. We're so mm-hmm. uneducated in everything, mm-hmm. but financially, yeah, we're right. even oh, more God, uneducated. Yeah. We don't learn yeah. how to manage money. Yep. Hey, yeah, dude. I'm
2: sh- I'm so shitty with money that
1: I don't even I, talk I, about I it. Yeah, same here, man. <laughs> no, I we're not still, great. I mean, I was a banker for ten years, and I still, I still struggle. Like, I, I it's just, it's, it's just hard. And then, like, I come, you know, again, the cultural background. The lack of, of education my mom's a fucking third grade level wow. like that's all she wow. did in school so and she raised 13 kids that's crazy my dad is the youngest you resident. have 12 other brothers and sisters no no my mom raised her brothers oh yeah, she's the oldest in the family okay gotcha gotcha so uh she's got two sisters and then what 11 brothers wow some shit like that a lot a few have passed away some yes, some were uh, one passed away just you know back then kids died if they had an infection or a flu or something. And then another one of my uncles who I didn't know, uh, he was shot. He was murdered in Colombia during the, the shitty times of mm-hmm. the of the country back in, like, 92, 93. Um, you know, even then, when I was... I remember I was 13 in Colombia, and, you know, there were shots every couple minutes. People getting killed. There was lots of stuff. And I saw someone get killed there. Like, it was just crazy. Like, that world is another world, man. It's but a
2: different situation, man. Again, I you know... Thought- and that's what I try, I mean, I try to remember that when, you know, you think about, all right, you talk about, like, the inner cities, like, mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. And, you know, that that's a certain level of, I guess, depravity and, yeah. you know, there. but I know that there must be, pe- you know, people must come mm-hmm. even to those places mm-hmm. from other places and be like, oh, that ain't shit.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, you know like, what, that's exactly what my attitude was two weeks ago. So uh, remember I said I serve on boards and committees. So one of the committees I serve on is the programs committee for the Olivet Boys and Girls Club. They're a huge club in Berks County doing some really awesome things. And, that, and uh, we got back on a Tuesday. And my very first thing at work on Wednesday was to attend our monthly or whatever, however long meeting. Um, and it was to talk about, you know, these kids and the programming and, you know, what do we do? Should we create programming? What do we do with it? so I came back literally I was just like sitting in that meeting and I feel bad saying it but it's it's so true I was like man these fucking kids got it so good and yet everyone in this room is like oh these poor kids they got nothing and I'm like this is nothing like I was literally numb for that whole week because then the next day I had another committee meeting for another board I'm on and it was like man this is nothing this is nothing like I was like when we went. We went to a certain part of Colombia called uh, Santa Marta. That's uh, it's the old, it's the first settlement of South America, and uh, ah. it's the oldest city in Colombia, of course. And um, there's a port, so it's like if you know where Aruba is, it's like right along the uh, the Caribbean there. So it's like the northern tip of Colombia is right in the Caribbean. So it's like going to Aruba or going to Jamaica at like you know, a 10th of the price because you're paying pesos in Colombia. So I took my kids there, my family, because I have a friend whose family owns a, a hotel. So they were able to really escort us around the whole city. But man, it's poor. They're going through some struggles. So to get to this beautiful beach that, you know, I took a video and pictures of and everyone's like, wow, amazing, beautiful.
2: You don't know what you To get through. there, yeah.
1: holy shit, what I saw, man, and, you know, this was the experience I wanted my kids to go through because my kids are they have white privilege in this damn country because they don't even realize what what they have and what they don't have. And they have that entitlement thing. So I try to really check them in the reality a lot like I do. That's like my goal as a father. Like make sure you don't you, you appreciate what you have and you appreciate the hard work that your family has done for you. So they 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 got to see it. These kids, they don't even go to school because they're so poor. That the school systems don't even send transportation out there. So they're like these they're little villages. There. They're like barefoot playing soccer with like rubber band balls. And like my kids saw that and they got to experience it. So that's what, poor, what they man. Say about it. So yeah, so that that's real interesting because then we came back from that to my parents' hometown in Medellin, who it's definitely has a pro, it's progressed as a city. This was where Pablo Escobar's from yeah. and in fact, I, w- I went to the house where he was shot at. Mm. Uh, I have a picture I can show you guys That's here. Uh, it's interesting stuff. But my net, my little cousins, I'm the oldest of 31 uh, grandkids. Because, again, my mom's the oldest. So she had me and then everybody else came along. And I got these little cousins, man. They're like 6 and 10. Same age as my boys. And they, they wanted to play soccer, but they didn't have a soccer ball. Yo, I see these kids kicking around a plastic bottle. They they smashed it up and they were playing soccer in front of my grandmom's house with a plastic bottle. And my boys, I'm like, I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder how they'll react. But you know what, man? Like just a few minutes later, they're playing soccer with a fucking plastic bottle. Mm-hmm. And then my son, Lucas, who's 10, who I would say is the most like entitled child, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Yo, this kid was kicking around a bottle of water for the next like four days, and I was like, to me, that was like, yes, this is this is exactly what I came here for. You
2: learned something that you couldn't like, you couldn't without get. You couldn't give that to so, him.
1: There wasn't a soccer ball somewhere oh, to get, so you yeah. had to create. Or like the language barrier. My kids don't speak a whole lot of Spanish. Like, yo, these kids, the minute they saw each other, like, boom, they're talking and communicating. That's all the difference. They may not man. understand each other, but they were communicating. If we had that mindset as adults. In this country, we wouldn't have half the issues we got in this fucking world. Yeah. It's, it's just that simple. It's, it, it really is. So it, it was very humbling, man. And then on top of that, I had them, uh, all three of them. I had 13-year-old, 10-year-old, and a 6-year-old. All three of them had a, a journal. So mm. I, I required a journal entry every day on their trip. So it was very interesting to, to see what they would write. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I played you know soccer with a water bottle. Where I went to the beach but these kids had no shoes you know there was like an eight-year-old they like working like laboring away at the beach like these little kids would come up and and my sons would be like why are they, why do they keep coming up they would carry around a rice bag like this big old like bundle like a big potato bundle and that's what they collected trash in but they only came around to collect your trash if you give them a little tip mm. so this is their job. Like, these little kids were hey, working at, like, somebody. 8, 10 years old. They don't have the chance to go to school because they're out there trying to make what is probably 2 or $3 for us a day. Yeah. Like, it's insane, bro. Like, we'll buy, like, you know, we'll buy a donut that costs more than what these kids make. So, for me, man, like, I took care of all those little kids. I gave them their little tips. Like, this one kid had, like, I don't know, yeah, something, but he was on crutches. He didn't have a leg. and. And yeah, he's walking through the beach trying to sell you these little, you know, crafts. I know he had them way overpriced than what they were because they try to take advantage of any tourists. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So I bought a whole bunch of stuff from him. And that's just what you do. And uh, it's poor, man. And then you come here and I'm sitting about, you know, these kids are like, yeah, you know, uh, the committee's like, yeah, these kids are going through a rough time. And I'm like, man, they, they have no idea. They have no clue what it's like to be poor. A poor child in this country has access to food, has access to school. It may be the shittiest school. It may be the shittiest food, but you still have access to it.
2: Even our poor are entitled.
1: Yo, a a poor person like in in Colombia, I'm using that as a reference because that's where I go. (laughs) Like They'll be like, yo, you people up there say you're poor, but yet you got fucking TVs in every bedroom. You got cable. You got driveways. You got two cars. That's
2: why I try to When tell they don't
1: even have a car over there. They use a motorcycle, to, a moped to get around sometimes. Or some people don't even have transportation.
2: That's so why I try to tell my wife, man. Sometimes when, when money gets tight, things. Mm-hmm. just my knowledge of what goes on around the yeah. world Hell makes yeah. me like, look, we, we yeah. are all right. We all right, We This all is a motherfucker all right, live man. on the dirt floor right yeah. now. So, and I, I, like, I, I feel blessed, like, man. Like-, like I, no, I, like, of course like everybody we got money issues at times but it's like
1: yeah. it's nothing yep, it's yep. incomparable yep. to the things going on yeah. in the world right now Any anytime I see people out here and I like or if I talk to someone about my life and my experiences I always tell them look if you haven't traveled the world get out there go travel the world if you haven't even been outside of your area go to a local city Go go volunteer. Give back your time so you could really see what it's like out there. People don't want to. Yeah. they don't like. They don't do it
0: like leaving their area
1: where they're comfortable. Yeah. That's the problem. Just, they're
0: comfortable in Africa. They my, don't want to leave that.
2: My kids, you know, I, and I really want to take them a bunch of places because, like, my parents, you know, they made sure that like we went places. Like mm-hmm. we went on some cruises and things. Yeah. And my dad was always into traveling and things. So it was like I got to see like you know, when you get on a cruise and you start getting off in all of these places and yeah, you see the yeah. same thing happen where it's like there's all this extreme opulence and shit yeah. and it's surrounded by mm. utter poverty.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you just start thinking. You're like, I agree. How, how does how, how does this go on? You know, mm-hmm. like that's, that's my number one. That's the thing yeah. that I can't get over. It's like yeah. the world itself has to figure out a way to get rid of that i agree you know that the, we get so trapped in the economics of things mm. and it's like
1: yeah man but I mean, it's and people
2: it's, die like it's people dying because it because yeah. they don't got a certain yeah. amount of money yep. it, shit they don't even have a damn yeah. bank account Yep. You know what I mean? Like they don't know have how no to manage it if they have one. You yep. know, you might, yeah, you might not even know how to yeah. manage it, but there's certainly yeah. so many people who who've never, never been in a bank, yeah. you know, never, never talked to anybody yeah. like that, you
1: know. No, I agree, man. And you know, and like I said, this last trip, being with my family was very, very humbling and awakening for me because here's another thing that a lot of people don't realize: poverty is so. Obvious when you travel the world, and it's so obvious for uh, with those who have and have not. So I'll give you another example. Again, I'm just using Colombia because that's where I've been uh, and a, most familiar with. That's a great but place. But in the cities, you uh, you can tell immediately who has and who doesn't. Like you know exactly who has it. To so the fact, and 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 it's it's it, to take it to another level. They categorize certain neighborhoods in the in the state of Medellin to structures. So, like they'll label your 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 area from one to five. So they'll say zone ones through zone five, mm. just like Hunger Games, just like all these movies you see. Oh, because it's happening sh- in real world. So, so let me give you an example. So if you're a zone five, a zone five is like the wealthiest. They're like the top, like the one percenters for us. You know, they're the ones that got these condos and, you know, huge, just everything. They they drive the Benz and and all those cars.
2: Does, like, the geography of it, does it, like, really, like, does it, like, make a circle? Like, are they really, like, in a circle around these other little circles? So they
1: literally take the uh, concept that we know as here um, when when you're segregating. Yeah. And you're gentrifying. It's so, it's so you're there's literal gentrification going on in one neighborhood. They'll buy you out. They'll send you out. And now they build these big condos and these big shopping centers. It's a very American influence, by the way, down there. So there's like shopping malls, uh, all kinds of stuff that you see. Everything you see here, you see down there. But then like where my family lives, I would say they're like a structure three. They're like in the middle. There's like poverty but not to the point where if you go to a one where someone has like no running water and a shack but where my family's at picture where we're at right now here in Africa right? you literally there's like a little river tiny i mean it's the size of maybe main street here that's the width of this river the bridge crosses over that and now you're in the structure five where like it's insane and, like, I got I got some cousins who've married into lots of wealth over there. Mm-hmm. One of them drives around in a fucking bulletproof SUV where my kids were asking me, like, what? I'm like, yeah, they live up there on the hill because it's a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. And it's so obvious. Like, your backyard will be this poverty area, like favelas or, like, what people see in Brazil as well. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just crazy. Like, we went to this water park with my cousin who took us, and she's got this Badass Yukon, right? B- brand new, and I'm like, man, this is a beautiful truck. And you know, people don't have those ty- ki- kind of cars out there or trucks. And when she was telling me why it was bulletproof, because she was uh, there's lots of kidnappings and lots of uh, yeah. mugging, especially when you when you got money. Um, she was held at gunpoint, her her husband, and it was like uh, it's like a bandit gang of you know it was like 15 of them on motorcycles. They surrounded her truck, pointed, you know, gunpoint, took her watch and took all kinds of shit. But anyways, lots of people now like they they get their cars bulletproof when they have the money because it's like now you can't do anything about it. And she was telling me all this shit like the windows don't go down all the way because we had to pay a toll to get where we had to go. And the window only went like maybe six inches just where you can kind of squeeze your hand through and give them a ticket or, or the money. And I'm like, do your windows not go down? And that's how the whole conversation Mm. started. And I'm like, and she's like, yeah, even the tires are fucking bulletproof. So they're like puncture proof. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Listen. So my kids were like, why is that? So of course I explained to them. And, you know, again, that was another life experience for them. But they see
2: people think that's a sci-fi movie. That That's something like. That's oh, no, this shit all, happens. No, that's happening in the world right now. Oh, yeah. It Just doesn't exist where yep. you are. I've
1: had an uncle kidnapped uh, my mom's uncle who was wealthy, wealthy in the in the in the way of all he was for like if you compared him to our society here. He was just like an, a manufacturer of a small factory. So he was like a small factory owner. Where here it's like nothing. It's like okay, you have a small business, yeah, you make a couple thousand dollars, whatever. Over there, they kidnapped him twice, and like his, they kidnapped his wife once. It, it was just crazy, and and that's just the life that there was over there. Now it's not as extreme, but man, it's just it's just when you think about all this shit, then you come back to New Holland and Ephrata and Lancaster County, and it's just like.
0: I saw that yeah. movie that like uh, Denzel was in. What's that movie called? Man on Fire.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 Like that's kind of mm-hmm. like yeah, real life. Oh yeah. A lot of this stuff happens, man. It's insane.
2: I think my my theory about what happens is that it's like when money in a place begins to mm-hmm. be less valuable. Yeah. These kinds of things happen. Like mm-hmm. you, as 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 money depreciates people are like oh okay i really have to go get it now mm-hmm. and then you know now next thing you know people are buying bulletproof cars and things like that uh, yeah. and that's I'm, I'm sure there's people all kinds of people right now riding yep. around in bulletproof cars in yeah. this country It's crazy even yeah. right now you know
0: well the money is the de- money is depreciating the other countries a lot because the yeah. dollar is so strong yeah so you got a lot oh, of countries yeah. with their their currencies collapsing. Yeah,
3: you yeah, know right. Venezuela's
0: so, going through that. I just saw their uh, their yeah. their their currency. The inflation went up like a thousand percent or something stupid. Hmm. Like it was yeah, just I mean, like
1: they're under dictatorship over there. Yeah. And I can tell you uh, when I was in this beach town up northern point of Colombia, where neighbors we're neighbors with Venezuela. Um, there was tons of immigration going on from Venezuela to the, to Colombia. Okay, and uh, it's pretty fucked up because. You know, here we look at immigration as kind of like so, one subject. So, does
0: Colombia geographically is a it border right next to? It. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's right, it mm.
1: shares the border with Venezuela. Okay. Um, so Venezuela, on the northern point by the waters, they they're coming over to these beach towns and they're working. They're trying to like make money. They're trying to survive, and yet Colombians are like against them as well. So it's mm. it's just crazy, man. Like. Immigration over there, like they they, the people take justice in their their own hands as well too, which is pretty fucked They're up. yeah, they'll just kill you. Like so, a lot of people are afraid. You're talking like, about Venezuela, yeah. So okay. like, no and, and Colombians in Colombia killing off Venezuelans because yeah. they don't want that immigration shit. And it's crazy because we think of that here, and we're like, wait, immigrants here are coming from everywhere, and we're accepting them, and then we send them off, and. It's just a whole other mindset. But to see it over there, like, so I'll give you another example. We were at this one beach and at this point it was later in the afternoon and and people don't go to the beach over there like we do here where we make it like a family trip or like we hang out all Hmm. day. It's not like that. So it's just people don't even go and swim. Like the guy, like the family that we were with, they're like, yeah, we never really came to the beaches until we had our, our family from the US come down. It's not down. a thing to them. It's not. Okay. But then they'd have these crystal clear, beautiful beaches you could see like in pictures. And they weren't even like they don't even go there they don't and go take advantage there. of it. But for us we do, right? So we're sitting in there that's and there's privilege. no one else. There's that's no privilege. one else. Yeah, that's exactly it. So there's no one else in the water. Just my wife, myself, the three kids. We're just messing around. And these two little boys are like kind of slowly working their way towards us. And they're like playing games. Of course, they're speaking in Spanish. So I'm like, so one of them looks over at my six-year-old and goes, hey, do you want to play in in Spanish? So I'm like, oh, you know, you know what? He doesn't speak English or he doesn't speak Spanish. But if you tell me what you want to play, I'll let him know. And you guys could play. So they wanted to play shark. Right. So one of them, you know, like tag basically. Yeah. So next thing you know, these two little boys are playing with our kids And they're having all kinds of fun and they're communicating. Like my kid was saying, got you to one of them as he tagged them. So now this little boy is now saying, got you you," in English. So now they're exchanging words in English and Spanish. But anyways, towards the end, I'm like, hey, where are your parents? And the one kid's like, oh, my parents are the ones over there selling drinks. So their parents, who came from Venezuela they basically fill a cooler up with like water bottles and sodas and they go around trying to sell this while this boy basically is in the beach all day just hanging out. And then the other one, his mom was going around picking up trash. Same thing, picking up bottles and cans to try and recycle. So it's like, man, this is just fucking crazy because this is how these people are making a living coming from another country and Colombia is poor as well in certain parts, but here's Venezuela who's really just screwing their people over which is sad to see because you know they're under a dictatorship so the same shit that happened in cuba is, is happening in venezuela mm-hmm. so
0: well, one thing that the uh the leader of venezuela just launched a cryptocurrency for the yeah yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. the um mm-hmm. instead of trying to use the i don't know what currency mm-hmm. what's their yeah
1: I'm not, i think they use basils as well but do they but theirs is different yeah yeah
0: so they're trying to launch a oil-backed cryptocurrency to save to stop the inflation of the currency yeah Yeah, because they have currency and i'm sure if he actually was on the up and up and and thought about it and actually probably Mm -hmm. did it correctly it probably work yeah but like i heard a lot of bad things because you know it's not yeah exactly and it's what it is like african
1: diamonds right yeah it's it's and blood diamonds, but blood money. Th- the
0: thing is, we also place sanctions on places oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. That cre- yeah. sometimes create those those yep. issues. Well, hmm. not sometimes, a lot of yeah. times create yep. those issues. I know, man. So I mean I've read stories about Venezuela, like yeah, like eating zoo man. animals. They and don't like, have money. They don't, they don't have anything. Yeah. Yep, yep burning the burning the pesos yeah. for yeah. To, like to warm their houses or Hell whatever yeah. Yeah. like you know that's what happened in zimbabwe they were like burning the mm. like you could get like you can buy on ebay which is kind of t- typical you know american thing we buy the the million dollars zimbabwe whatever wow. currency yeah. as a, like a token you know mm. as a souvenir yeah. and they're over there like burning it to live <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like I know, man. so it's kind of cra- like yeah. just
1: that fact is kind of like just goes to show yeah. yeah man that's what i tell people travel the world travel the world give back volunteer your time when i was in santa marta this this place i was telling you about like i'm i'm creating an initiative now because of that um uh last year because you know here we tried it like i tried a few years ago i started a non to to connect the colombian population to get them resources to try to deal with immigration stuff. Um, and I also do these festivals for that for for their independence, right? So last year my I had an idea and some others came to me about sending a shipping container of medical supplies and all huh. kinds of stuff to this other little area that needs it. But then when I got into it, it, it cost money. It cost about seven grand to ship a container from here to Colombia. But then when it got to the city it had to go to there was so much just corruption yeah. that they would skim some off every time that by the time it got to the church it needed to go to, yeah. you'd have half right. a container probably. And uh, and I, did, I didn't like it. And it was with a local church around here too. I got to name who it is, but it just felt weird. It was shady as hell for me. I didn't like it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to cancel that. We didn't do it. But this time around, because my friend's family, they're very well connected in that city and they're well off. They don't need to take anything off the top. And the mom of this whole group, she runs a, a, a center for kids. Yeah. They see about 900 kids. And what they do is they drive around to these little poor areas and pick these kids off the streets, take them back to their center. They feed them. They bathe them. They, you know, try and give them some kind of education. And then they send them off on their way. So it's like a nine to five thing. So they ha- they need materials. They don't need money cuz they they're backed by the government. Mm-hmm. So now that's my new initiative for 2019 is I'm going to collect a shipping container full of of things for kids, especially like toys, cribs. So like for example, they don't have they can't help toddlers or infants a whole lot cuz the, the government requires you to have a crib. They were able to put together one crib out of three scrap cribs. Mm. So they have one functioning crib. And one car seat that they could use. Other than that, they can't help any more kids. Dude, you should think about all the car seats that probably get thrown away. That's in this exactly country. my point. Here, we could go to a garage sale, flea market, yeah. and buy a crib for twenty bucks. They need nine, so the goal is to fill up nine cribs, nine car seats, and and strollers. Should give me a, you should give me yeah. a list because well, that's I what get, we're working on. Yeah, I we're get, working on all I that now.
0: Auctions all the time, and some of that stuff, people. They, it's thrown away. It gets thrown away at the auctions because yeah. people won't buy yep. it. And yep. the car seats are a big, are like in the U.S., some places can't yeah. even sell them because yep. it's a safety issue. Exactly, yeah. yep. You Here know? we're
1: so, again, yeah. it's this this first world You could problem. probably get most of those for free. Yeah, and man. and the thing is that they work just as well. They'll strap into a car yep. just like any other new one. Yep, They just may not have the most recent cushion somewhere. Yeah,
0: we have some stupid regulation yeah, that exactly. prevents so, them from being yeah. used.
1: So we're going to do that and we're going to create, like, they have the space and capacity to create, like, a toddler room and, like, a playroom. So when I was telling her this, she was like, oh, my God, this is, like, what we need. So I told her that's gonna be that's my new project. So mm. I'm one that is always getting into projects, always trying to help the community. You gotta and let me be part of that one. Time, I want to yeah. do that one. It'll be cool. And the thing is, you know, my brother's a truck driver. He drives his own truck, mm. so we can fill up. Chris, trucker. Truck yeah, he has he has his own oh, fleet. He has two trucks now, and um, I got a couple of friends who drive trucks, and right there we have transportation ready to go. Yeah, we got to get it from here to Texas, and right now we're working on the the exporting piece from the U S cause we don't want to get charged taxes because it's all nonprofit. Yeah. Um, cause there's these tariffs on, on import export. So anyways, that's what we're working on now. Cause that will make a real impact over there. When you show up with toys and a playroom and beds and, and, mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of stuff that we have here for granted. Like
2: yeah, man, you should talk to uh my friend uh Alex. Yeah. You know, Alex he, he's always cleaning out houses. Okay. You know, and he's yeah. come he comes across a few we he was uh he did uh we just released his podcast. Okay. And you've played ball with him before, you know, he's mm-hmm. pale pale kid. He's kinda kinda Alex, look, yeah, blonde, know. you know. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, I mean he's he's always cleaning out houses, and he said he like tried to take some stuff to like Goodwill. yeah. They, they would not like, take feel, it. They wouldn't take it. Yeah, and they stuff, accept and, like, it. It's crazy. So yeah, like he's he he has yeah. a warehouse yeah. full of stuff.
1: Got it. So right. I mean, well, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm uh, I'll talk planning. To him. I'm going back in probably January February because I I used up all my vacation time at work. Uh, so when that resets, of course, then I'm gonna plan on going for a couple of days. Hmm. Because now I'm going to go to the center and take some videos and just take some logistical things so I can understand what's needed. I need to get my passport. And a list. Yeah, yeah man. Get, to... get your passport. Let's go. I'm going to I'm gonna start. Right, it's only about right, 150 need, bucks. My dad just went to Guatemala. Oh, yeah. Well, then. They They did. He's doing yeah. missionary. Like yeah, He goes yeah. down. So many people need help. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like they paint walls mm-hmm. like uh, there's like some kind of wall, like long wall at this one place. And they, they paint like uh, like all the it's for um, they have a, a I can't think what that orphanage there, you know, oh, wow. so that like part of the, what they do in there to interact with them mm-hmm. is they, they do paint these murals on the yeah. on the walls, I guess and it's like stuff the kids really like and you know so then it's there and they can see it and Hmm. like my good dad goes down and helps to paint these he painted like i don't even know how long of a wall like crazy he's like 65 and he's like going down and doing that stuff but it's hard on
1: him you know he gets back and he's countries man he's tired these countries need it bro yeah. So I, yeah, get your passport. Come on I, out. I'm going You'll to. It. It.
0: <laughs> I was I was thinking about getting my passport. Go with him. But yeah, the thing about weird is though, when you go with the church, it costs yeah. more to go with the church yeah. than it was, I just yeah. went on my own. Yep. That's like true. that's what I don't get.
2: <laughs> you
1: right. don't get it. You well, sure you, you don't know, get it? Paying, I get it, but you it. know what I'm saying. <laughs> they You're also paying for certain accommodations and safety and hotel rooms or or yeah, I guess whatever. But yeah, I mean. You, I spent Uh. (laughs) let's just say like when I was there I was there for four days in that one part of Colombia and I stayed at like what we would consider like a five star hotel and I paid for two rooms one for my parents and one for my family I paid about 250 bucks for all three nights with meals included and like all the expenses and this is like one night going to Ocean City yeah or one of these shitty ass hotels that has roaches and things Crime everywhere. Every time I go there, I just yeah. feel more correct. correct. It's just nasty down there. So yeah, I miss it. It's different. Man. <laughs> you Get know, your I, passports, I, man. We take we a field trip.
0: A I want it's to. I want that. I want to experience that stuff.
1: Like I want to I go, go I down, come, man. Me and, and my work. wife, being I, born and raised here, <sighs> she loves it because it's you know it's very humbling, and and she sees where we come from. She sees the culture. She sees the differences, and.
0: I have an idea yeah. for like I want there's I want to take down the Red Cross. Like that's my goal <laughs> that's in life. That's my goal. <laughs> okay. The Red Cross cuz them just bastards the just Cross, stealing. they stealing that the first from people. Time he said yeah, this. No, yeah, I said yeah, yeah. this to I'm him before. Of, yeah, yeah. Cuz they, you know, 90% of what you donate goes to the yeah. Red Cross's overhead. Not yeah. to the people that need it. That's to tough. the overhead. Yeah. And 10% goes where it needs to go. So like my my idea for the cryptocurrency would be like perfect where 90% of what you donate would go to the places where it's needed. And like somebody like you, it would be perfect for you because in your community, they could use this cryptocurrency to donate to their families, to different families. And there would be families attached to each token. So they would have a, they would have a a real level. Yeah.
2: Some other, I'm trying to tell you. Or like you could
0: build relationships with these peoples and families. And, and there would be like, once you build that relationship, I think it, it takes it to a different place, you know? And it's Mm. more appreciation for the people that are donating and, and, and they're having involvement with the actual person as opposed to some company in the middle of like now where yeah. we have these hurricanes right in Florida, right. To, they're just donating to a company. They have no clue where that money goes. It gets lost. Yeah, it yeah. goes into somebody's pocket. This yeah. go directly to the people.
2: I think the good part is like you've given it so much thought that it almost seems like it, you almost have to go down that road because oh, I'm- like you, you feel passionately about it. And, You, you know, you really, you, you want to see change, you know, it can't Mm -hmm. be a fake thing, you know, and that's, you know, you, you gotta have, if you have compassion in your heart, when you see impoverished people, I mean, you, 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 you have to want to have to do something, you know, yeah something
0: definitely i I think when you have that connection i feel like i haven't done enough in my life and that's never too late in the
2: next part of my life that's that's Listen, you're young you're only man.
0: you're 31 you're you're about you're just starting
2: yeah you know but i've been aware of this situation a long time you're
0: volunteering yeah how how many people have done it with music very few
2: i I wish i had that talent that's not really uh, that's a song is one thing, but being there and being in the presence yeah. of the people is a different thing. You know what I mean? Like, and that's yeah, that's
1: uh, do it, man. Nothing stopping you. I can get you no, hooked up.
2: Not at all, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'll... We always need some positive minority role models out there for kids, man. Yeah,
0: man. That's that's. I'm just trying to. I just want to show my kids that you gotta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta do something.
1: You and know what, like, man? That... Take them, take them somewhere. Like, uh, I've had know. my kids packed lunches for homeless and they were like my oldest was 13 now she was probably eight and lucas was like five maybe i mean they were little kids and i took them to lancaster and we packed on easter we packed hundreds of sandwiches that they did they actually make the sandwiches because it was just like flipping the bread putting a slice of each thing yeah and then we stuffed the bags and i moved things around and but they experienced it but not only that, like I I wanted them to see how it was made, but I also wanted them to see the reactions of those receiving. Man. Yeah. So I took them to the park. It was cold as shit, because I remember in full detail, we had our full blown like jackets on, mm-hmm. winter coats, because it was freezing, and we were and they were giving out those bags to the homeless. And it's been that way. Like my kids, like I volunteer last year I gave about away because of my side business, my DJ company. I gave away about maybe 16 gigs and that's a lot of money's worth. Like yeah. people don't realize the amount of work it takes to do that. But my kids What's the name of your DJ? Uh so I have Red Tie Affairs. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's my side What's gig. the website? Redtieaffairs.com. There you go. So, yeah, www.redtieaffairs.com. But um yeah, like even tomorrow like I have this gig I was telling you guys about. It's for Latina women. Uh it's a health it's a health conference they host once a month for Latina women. And anything that has to do with Latinos, I try to encourage and, and support because there's a very there's a huge gap between the resources that are out there for them. Um, but I bring my kids to all this stuff. Like, they'll come. Like, tomorrow I drag all three of them with me at 9 o'clock in the morning till probably 2 or 3 o'clock, and they don't like it sometimes, but they see the appreciation of people. They see these cancer survivors who speak. They, they get to see all that and soak it in. So even if... a you know, one percent of any of these events that I take them to, yeah, because I do a lot of stuff for United Way as well, yeah. Um, br- uh, Breast cancer support services out of Berks County, uh, all kinds of all these agencies, and they've been part of them. Mm-hmm. So do it, man. Go out there, volunteer, and bring your kids. So this is what we're talking about when we talk about that Messiah complex, right? Stop
0: worrying about looking for to other yeah. people yeah, 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 yeah. to do, yeah. do something. Do, do that shit go go yourself. Go out and don't do it on. Do it.
1: Like I said earlier, man, yeah, that's I serve, the only
0: way this is going to change. Things are going to change. Uh,
1: you know, I told you all earlier, man, I serve a lot. Of, I serve on a few boards and and, and you know, I, I want to learn as much as I can. I want to help as much as I can. And we're making a difference. So like I serve on something called the Council on Chemical Abuse. I'm on their board. I started working there a few years ago as just a consultant doing their Spanish outreach mm-hmm. type of stuff, prevention work. They're a drug and alcohol prevention organization. So they They're a, they're the center organization for Berks County that receives all the money from state, federal, local, and then they have to redisperse it to all the agencies that do help that any kind of rehabs or prevention or to the schools. So I started working for them as a consultant, contract ended, then I was invited to be on their board of directors, right? So I was, I was not the first Latino on their board because they had someone else prior to me, but I was the only one. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to make a difference here because obviously your programming isn't focusing on the majority in Reading, which is Latino Hmm. school districts, 85 percent Latino Hmm. residency is about 70 percent Latino. And yet board representation is less than one percent on any of the nonprofits I've surveyed because I surveyed about 30 nonprofits, major nonprofits, Olivet Boys and Girls Club. They have hundreds of kids they receive tons of assistance to help support the communities, and yet there's not one Latino board member on their board, which is insane. You have to reflect those boards the way they have to reflect the community. Yeah. So, back to the the, COCA, because the council you, on chemical abuse. You
0: were talking about that, and like at our last mm-hmm. for our last uh, nonprofit meeting, like I'm sitting there with people that aren't yeah from the Baltimore community. Yeah and i'm like i'm associating what i think they need correct but how do i really yep. know what they need correct well i need somebody there from that that that's from the community yeah. that yeah. that understands it I've so now that. so now i have to figure out a way of getting somebody mm-hmm. to come in that's part of the community yeah. that can also help me uh help me in the right direction yeah. i guess yep you know not assume things i shouldn't assume things and i think when when i get an idea that's part of my problem too i get idea i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm going full steam ahead with what i think needs done yeah and it
1: may be not necessarily what needs done you know a lot of times many people make that mistake but you know hey is it still the fact that you're trying to help is is very admirable as it is um but yeah this group man so no no spanish programming right yeah so it's been a few years now. Now I'm actually on their executive board. So I'm secretary of the organization, right, as of the board. And my goal has always been I need to make a change here. I need to be part of that change. I want to see some programming. Because if you are a non-English speaking addict in Reading and you go for help, there's only, let's say, 10 spots available in the entire county for a Spanish speaking, non-English speaking person, right? So if you don't make that list, That's not very what's going to happen? You're going to go back out to the street, commit a crime, overdose, kill kill yourself. And then now we're part of the same rolling, th- that vicious cycle, statistics.
0: So there's 10 spots out of how Let's many. Just say,
1: yeah, exactly. But if, you're, if you speak English, you can go to hundreds of yeah. places throughout the state. Uh, Lancaster has one rehab facility for Spanish speaking, but it's only for men. It's called Nuestra Clinica, and, and I worked there many years back, um, and that's in, – and in, in drug and alcohol, that's a whole other world, and there's so many layers of things. But anyways, my point being that I was like, you know We got to do something about this shit. So um, there's a huge organization out there, Karen. They do – it's a rehab, but it's like the high-end rehab where you're paying thirty forty thousand dollars $40,000 for treatment, oh. right? So if you don't have private insurance or private money – You ain't going there.
2: Yeah, man. We have Dean on here. So
1: you ain't going there if you ain't got no money. Um, So add being a minority to that, which most of the time people from the inner cities may not have the resources to go there because they're county funded. You're getting sent to some shithole that may not even provide you any service. So these guys get put on a waiting list. So I'm like, you know what? Karen is doing this full conference, a whole weekend of all these resources, all this help, all this support. And yet we can't get anyone to do this in Spanish. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to be part of that change. So we created a full day conference. This was three years ago now of only Spanish speaking resources. I brought every single professional in the drug and alcohol industry in Berks County to the table. And I said, guys, this is what I want to do. I'm not the professional because I'm not a drug and alcohol specialist. I may have been around it, but I don't know everything. But I've had therapists, I've had doctors all at one table speaking like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We create the event. It happened. Now it's happened three years in a row. Since then, we've now created two, two different programs or three different programs that are now dedicated to non-English speaking people. Hmm. So that's something, you know, I don't talk a lo- about a lot and you don't hear a lot about it in the press, but it's happening. Now we, we have created... A resource for this and a solution, and there's still a lot more room to grow. And that came out of your mind. That came out of yeah.
2: That's the, that's what I mean. Like if you, but it wasn't. It was not,
1: it was not it, that hard. It could have died in your mind. Of course, it died in yeah. many people's yeah, exactly. minds. Exactly, because I, so I probably wasn't the first a, one thinking no, it. No,
2: but you were the yeah. one that
1: actualized yeah. it. Yeah. So I utilize the resources we have there. Where now I just had a meeting with them on Friday, uh, yesterday. Right? Yesterday was Friday. Friday, yes. Yeah. Holy crap. I can't remember (laughs) what day it is, man. Yesterday at two o'clock, I sat with the the crew at Coca, and we now are talking about the spring event, which is this conference. But guess what? Our shit was so effective, it was written into a grant. Now we got thousands of dollars to pay for this, where we didn't have any money. Yeah. I did this with $600 in our budget the first time. Now we got over $6,000 in the budget for this very same program. We inspired someone else to create his own program in-house treatment at the YMCA in Reading. They now receive over $100,000 of funding from us and the local United Way. And now there's another guy who's creating a family support service for those family members of the addict. Because it's, you know, the addict is one thing. They're they going through their that. treatment. That's real. But the family has nothing to go to or no one to talk to especially in the Spanish community. There is no Al-Anon in Spanish. So now this guy created the same thing. So now there's three things going on and there's a fourth one coming where now there's an organization, a huge rehab center in central PA who now wants to sit with me and talk about how do we create inpatient treatment full time with full, full staff members dedicated to just Spanish speaking clients, Mm. because it's not only a need, it's a, it's a moneymaker. So, the business side in me is like, damn, if I had the money and resources, I'd open up a Spanish speaking detox and treatment center. Because there's tons of money in that, especially when you start getting people with insurance. You got to get the federal grants. That's where the money,
0: that's where the money is because they give, they give away the the amount of money they give away in grants. And the thing about it is the messed up thing about it is once if the money's not spent, nobody knows where it goes.
1: Yeah. It disappears. It
0: disappears (laughs) into a hole that who knows? But Mm -hmm. there's a a lot of times from the the research I've done with the, with the federal grants, what happens is they'll give you more than you asked for sometimes, you know, but it's hard. It's still hard. It's hard to get, but it's there's more out there for you oh yeah you there know is.
1: money's out there man
0: you just gotta find a this way country
1: got a lot of money yeah
0: you just gotta go find it listen i'm telling you you gotta start your own thing yeah i got interns that's what i mm-hmm. did i hired yeah. interns yep and yeah. they you know they're they're just there for the cause yeah you know yeah, i mean yeah. they're there also to be able to write on their resume that they hey they did this of course. Yeah. but i'm using them as much as they're using me yeah. you know yeah. so I, you got to get to a point and you got to figure out how to yeah. get there I mean, I can't afford to pay people. I hear you, man.
1: So, but that's awesome. So yeah, so there's just one of the things, man. I, it, be part of the change. That's yeah, that's, yeah. My message, bro. You gotta, you gotta take that as
0: yeah. initiative. Yeah, absolutely, man.
1: I really. think a
0: lot of times people just don't even realize the problems, though. Yeah. You know, it's like what we were talking about before. They don't, they don't get out there. They don't, yeah. You know, they do their little nest egg, yeah. You know, and they think yeah. everything's hunky dory. Yeah. and uh don't realize I mean you're right compared to uh, some of the, some other countries we do have we don't have that yeah. many problems but yeah. the the wage and quality that we have in this yeah. country is the yeah. problem everything you got people at the top that just oh yeah don't care could solve the world's problems in yeah. one day not solve them but they could they certainly they can make a dent, they they make a dent. Yep, yep. you know when your military budget is yeah. enough money to solve yeah the military budget is pro- i don't know how many how many G- uh countries gdp fits in our yeah. military budget yeah. but i'm sure it's quite a few of course yeah. so you know you can make when a big when difference your budgets
1: grow more than for for incarceration and military than yeah. actual education yeah we're in other countries education is number one which is why we have so many minority doctors and and engineers, that that just it's just crazy, man. We don't focus on 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 those things as a, as a whole, but
3: that's yeah,
1: it's a whole other problem to solve, man. Well, there's <laughs> a problem for everything. <laughs> just gotta keep going,
0: yeah, man. It's gotta keep cool. going. It's I mean, like politically, like the difference between Colombia and here, yeah. like are
1: people involved more in politics in Colombia? Um, like, there's it like madness, like it is here. You know, it's crazy because I was watching American politics through their eyes. Yeah. on, on their news stations hmm. and we're a fucking joke. Like we're a joke. Yeah. Like we just have so much animosity towards each other and right. you know, I know our president's fucking crazy, does a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, but even before him when we had Obama, we still had the same crazy yeah. people. And even before him, we still had the same craziness where there's such division. Um over there, I mean, it, it's pretty much, it's a, it's a democracy, same thing, same structure. Um, there is a lot more corruption. You you will see that and hear of that, especially locally. On a local level, there's definitely corruption because there's just, you know, it's tougher to follow.
0: I think it's probably but, different, right? Maybe locally here, we're not yeah. as corrupted, corrupt
1: as yeah, federally. I would say, yeah. You know, it's, agree, the it's the opposite. I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, but... People get involved. I mean, they, they just had a presidential race that I kind of kept up with. It was this past year. And people were getting very passionate about it because one of the guys was very similar to Trump. Oh, yeah. And then another one was very similar to Sanders. Okay. And, you know, it was like the guy that was more like Sanders won because the guy that was like Trump actually had a FARC background. And that's the... Had a what? It's military. FARC. So they are the rebels. Uh, the rebels, the, okay. the guerrillas. They call the guerrillas because... Colombia went through a civil war for about 60 years. So this is that ended recently. Yeah, it ended a few years back. Um, And also like Escobar fed into that. And, you know, there was the FARC versus the government. The FARC were like the far the people that were like on a whole other end who were against the government, created their own laws, would kill people. They were the ones kidnapping people. Um, It was just a whole thing. Uh, you wouldn't want to leave the cities because once you got into the countryside, that's where they lived. That's where they were all from. So they, you know, take over. They basically kidnap you. Uh, it's just crazy. So um, all that shit is, you know, the one guy represented that. And luckily he didn't win from what it sounded like. He was trying to go towards more dictatorship. Um, but, yeah, it's the same thing. And and there is a lot more. uh like, there's people that protest the same way we do here. But protesting, man, for me, is a joke. Uh, it's just my opinion. Cure there. Everywhere. 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 Um, I've always looked I at think, it. Like, I think protesting is just, like, you not taking real action. Like, you standing in front of the White House, bitching and yelling. What's How productive is that? Like,
0: I, I just think when we protest, we mm-hmm. protest against the thing that Put in front of us to protest against without yeah. looking at, at looking deeper for yeah. things that are actually going on that we yeah. could actually protest. You know what I mean? Like it's like the Kavanaugh yeah. thing, right? Yeah, 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 We're protesting against Kavanaugh, but in the reality, from like 2000, 1997 to 2017, mm-hmm. there was a slush fund. Yeah. For the senators and the congressmen that came out of yeah. our tax money yeah. yep. to pay for 264 yeah. uh, sexual abuse cases. This joke, is
2: this, that's the thing this to is protest about. But, that's what, yeah. So like we're they, told,
0: so they're protesting like vote. They're protesting with that. against something yeah. that where both sides have yeah. holes in their stories. These are documented court cases that have tr- real life evidence that were proven against yeah. people. And we're not protesting that. And then, the government, the people, and then the people that were uh, found guilty are there. No, none of the names were released, and they're probably uh, voting
1: on that Kavanaugh
0: case. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is it not
0: crazy? Like, that's
1: what I don't like. That's 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 the madness to change, man. Like, you know, use again, voter. Okay, so you release a new pair of fucking Jordans, and you have people waiting out the door. Yeah. But yeah, you have to go vote on a real issue, and no one shows up. Wow. Like that's a problem, man.
0: See the voting to me, I think I don't vote. You got to vote, man. No, You're part of the issue. I don't. I don't think part of the problem. No. I
1: don't think
0: president. I think presidents are chosen, not voted in.
1: I mean, I I agree that to a certain point, because there's lots of influence and money involved in all that. But but you got to start on a local level. Like do you do you know who your local people are? Your local mayor, senator, congressman? No. Like those are the ones that are gonna try to Well that's to help not make true. I, I
0: know uh who's the guy in Lancaster or the Smucker. Yeah. Yeah. I was at Mike Mike took had uh had one uh, had, had an event where he was like uh volunteering, like something mm-hmm. similar to what I'm doing in Baltimore and uh they had a military uh they had a house that they rehabilitated for the the veterans yeah. in lancaster and of course you know mm-hmm. they weren't there helping out yeah, volunteering their time face. but they yeah. showed their face yeah, when yeah. the when there was the dedication yeah. and it, you know what it is when it yeah. opened up and he yeah. was there Yep, that dude's a short dude i didn't realize yeah, i yeah. seen yeah. him on Smart tv for, yeah, he's yeah. going like five foot something yeah. five foot five maybe
1: yeah <laughs> i was like I, uh, I've, I've met well, him and uh, yeah i've gotten to know a lot of these people he but it
2: was like six. Foot I don't know. I've yeah, just yeah, seen a yeah. face on you're TV. You're a politician. You got
1: to be six foot. <laughs>
0: I don't know. This is like the yeah. first thing I noticed. Like you was short.
1: <laughs> is that <Yeah>. bad? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he's a nice guy and everything, but he's he's flip flopped a lot recently. And for me, just like, come on, man, like he was all about immigration and education and trying to. He helped push one of these uh, bills where, if you're an immigrant, you could you could get uh, local rates for education instead of having to pay out of state rates Uh um, because that's what immigrants have to do (laughs) and you have to pay cash you don't get loans so when these assholes out here say oh these immigrants are taking all of our benefits and all of our money they're not because they don't have access to it and they're not eligible for it so he was pushing for that like hey let's get these people at least the local rate like a resident rate for pennsylvania um but then now that he's in, in in the senate yeah he or congress i mean because he was a senator now he's congress uh now he's on the other end like that's why i mean
0: it's just
1: yeah and you know it's the buddy system yeah
0: it's uh what can you do for me now uh listen i'm gonna i'm gonna send this bill through but what do you need in this bill that will hide on page 245 that nobody will pay attention to because the bill's 600 pages long Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that what what thing mm-hmm. do you need put in your pocket that's what i that's why yeah. i don't even believe in in the voting because you it's don't, I mean, you I mean, don't even know what you're voting for
1: especially you know when this past campaign you had to vote between a fucking idiot yeah and another fucking idiot in my opinion it was like which is the best of two evils exactly if that's the mindset you have to have when you vote for your next leader then we're in trouble you know and, that, and that, so i get that too but Still gotta get out there, man. You still gotta get out and vote, bro. I just don't
2: know when it's ever not. Done, you know, I don't. Yeah. I never felt. Like, I
1: don't know when. So when I run for office, to run. You, you guys oh, are gonna vote that's for me, different. right? I'm, I'll come out uh, for you. Right, for you, right, that's right, different. All right, all right, I, listen, I told people, you. People, I've been approached I already. I, I told like, you how long, long ago to yeah, run for yeah, office. Yeah, I told yeah, him like a
0: year ago to run for. Like maybe
1: longer. I was like, you should be running for office. No, some legit people have approached me about it. I'm like, nah, man, not yet. I'm not ready.
2: I mean, that's that's a. That's something to take on to become a politician. Like, that is a one. There's
1: got to (laughs) be limits, man. You can't be a career politician because that's how you fuck up. So, I'm already against, like, a career politician for me is no good. And I've met a bunch of those. Yeah. And you can see they play the game. They know how to smooth. Those people
2: seem to me to be, like, I don't know. There's something really vile about you having the ability to affect as much change as you can and then yeah. just and then not like, doing it <laughs> no i'm gonna do yeah. what's advantageous for me yeah you know like that's like
1: i'd be in trouble man because yeah. I'd, be, I'd be stirring shit so up, a, that's inside what I mean. and out like, man it, i'd be assassinated in like, like a, a, a week people. oh yeah it's not meant for yeah. honest people exactly like, it's yeah.
2: not meant for for, for yeah. uncorruptible people yep. Yep. that's it, the problem the theory yeah. is, is all people can be corrupted
1: yeah well, all you. we got to do is find the saying is everyone always has a price tag. Well, right?
2: and you have a family member, you, know I mean? like, you yeah. have a kid,
1: yeah. like it ain't
0: believe. hard to corrupt you. We yeah.
1: like to believe. Anyway, right? Yeah.
0: You know all I mean? It doesn't, take much. It doesn't it take much. A yeah. It's a threat. It right. doesn't take much, it's a threat. It's like that's that George Carlin, you know, we talk about that George Carlin bit. Yeah. He says, "Hey, I, oh, I the, every president goes in the back room. They show him picture of J- the video of JFK getting shot and they say, "Any questions?" You know what I mean? Like that's I mean, cuz when I look
2: at and i look at uh, i remember hearing somebody talking about how obama had actually you know uh uh got uh, he deported more people yeah. than trump yeah. had yeah yeah and that's one of them situations where like oh i've been completely influenced by the image of this person yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, not yeah. the actuality yeah. of their policies mm-hmm. like they're yeah. like they're, they're Cause I mean, you could tell somebody that right now who get pissed as hell that you yeah. talking bad about Obama and shit. I agree. It's like totally. Agree, you can say yeah. that, but it's like, so what did Obama did? Was he a continuation of a program that was already yeah. running? What so it was running in what? It, it, I mean, you like to believe a president step yeah. step up and say. Oh, you know that's war over there. You know that's yeah. some bullshit. We well, gonna bring everybody home. I yeah. But the reality is, is that there's no person who they can put in yeah. that position to do anything like
0: that. Or he's yeah. from Illinois, where which Chicago is, yeah. and like, listen, that's where you can't. That you were a senator there. Yeah. Chicago is, is has the most biggest highest murder rate in the uh-huh. country for how many years? Uh-huh. Maybe I I'm gonna be in president now. Maybe I can make a difference. Yeah. No. You no even talk and about it, it, yeah. it,
2: it, it really seems in mm. this world you have to believe that that really boils. I'm sure that the human, the person, wants to find change, definitely yeah. from where you're from, but the politician and the person who has been doing favors for people and the people, you mm. know, that person, they'll they'll do whatever. Yeah, they'll do whatever it takes to stay in that position even if that means that they have to fuck a whole bunch of people yeah. and that's like uh you mm-hmm. know it's it, to me it's just it's very interesting like how how is politics this i mean <laughs> how, is, how is that politics cuz I mean, that looks like some sort of silly ass game people are did playing did you see the
0: playing. uh the um journalist that got killed saudi arabia yeah, journalist yeah, yeah. so like they they justified they said listen the, the prince of saudi arabia said uh it was some of my people that did this you know now we're all in the uproar that or maybe not america but mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of people that are in the world are uproar about a journalist that got killed right but mm-hmm. every day people in your men die kids yeah. die from famine yeah and they're get and the reason they're dying is because saudi arabia the people we sell arms to every day are blocking the the aid to get to the people in in yemen but we're upset and i'm i'm sorry god uh, i you know Nobody should die It's messed up up, But but That's more messed up Maybe we should worry About the 50,000 people That died last year In Yemen From famine Like they literally Couldn't get their food Because this country Is blocking The aid To get to them Which the United States Is selling 310 billion dollars Worth of weapons to But hey You know what? It's okay. the The prince apologized. He was said it was somebody in his cabinet. So we're going to continue our relationship with these people. I mean, it just goes to show that it's just it's a joke to me. Like we're and that's part of why we're a joke to other countries.
2: We're hung up in things that are inconsequential. Like we like we're we're surrounded by them and we're we're always even when you look at you know the things people have and. The kinds of mm-hmm. knowledge that you acquire—it's like to people who are living at that more base level, it looks like complete madness yeah. to have a country full of people worried about things that kind of don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of yeah. wild. That was, yeah. man, I, that's a crazy perspective yeah. that you got to see that. Mm-hmm cause I always wonder I said how do people outside of the United States view this how yeah. do they view yeah. this whole shit show that's going on like yeah. how do you view this and you're like oh yeah they do probably kind of look at it like kids yeah you yeah. mean like like oh they look at them they are going yeah. off about dumb shit again I know. you know it must be look like look at all this. those rich people look at that's, why look at want, that's why I always that's why I always wanted
0: to travel to other it. countries
3: yeah,
2: like
0: I want it. to know I want to know how this country is viewed in different countries. Not how we're told it's viewed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not how we're told everybody views us.
1: Yeah, no. They, I
0: want the real yeah. life story. Yeah. I want the real story. And, like, I want to like see what goes there, on in other countries. When I was
1: there, people would be like, yo, what's up with that fucking Trump guy? Like, that, <laughs> that's what everybody would pretty much say. I'm like, look, man, I don't know. It's <laughs> a shit show right now. That's exactly it. So, Well,
0: you, you voted in. I mean, the reality is we voted in a... a uh, a reality tv star yeah,
3: yeah and like
0: i hear people oh he's doing like all these things he's like doing 4d chess like when you talk when you listen to like the uh conspiracy community yeah. like he's like doing 4d chess like getting rid of all these deep state people i'm like you would have to have the most forgiving most caring person ever in the history of people to come into office right mm-hmm. to actually take on that task does that sound like Donald Trump and his previous, you know, before president life? Yeah. No, he was on a reality TV sleeping with yeah. porn stars, yep. why he's married, yep. having children yep. to other women, been married yep. how many times? Yep. Four times, whatever it is. Bankrupt a
1: bunch of times. Yeah,
0: this isn't the dude that's going to take that challenge yeah. on. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand that thought process.
2: I mean, like I, I see that completely but the one thing that this time and what Trump has kind of revealed to me is that you have to also realize that, and I I don't believe he's, whatever, say playing 4D chess. I don't believe all that. But I do see that there is the part of everyone that I've ever learned from that is like the part of them that, uh, Is not their favorable side. You know, mm. like we've seen his his faults have been on display. Absolutely oh, yeah. have been on display because there's so many and they're very blatant yeah. out there. And you're yeah. like, oh, man, this dude, yeah. he's grabbing he what? Him.
1: Like got away you know, with what? You
2: know, you, you know, it, and then this time we live in outrage culture. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. We live in a culture of outrage. Everybody wants to be mad about something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because then it gives you I think yeah. uh I think it better explains the world to you um yeah. to think, oh well it's my people that are being oppressed as opposed to no, everybody here's getting yeah. oppressed. I agree. But it gives you this sense of entitlement to be like, Okay, well I'm from my standpoint, I know we're the most trampled on people in the world and <laughs> stuff. Like people like they they it makes them feel good. But with Trump, you know, we got to understand the fact that just because a person does things that we don't like, it doesn't mean that they're completely incapable of doing something that people, mass masses of people, could consider good. You know, that mm. I, I mean, when you look at the history of anybody who is really your role model, if you know that person somewhat intimately, or if you know their story. You know about their unfavorable parts, and you're like, "Oh man!" Like somebody Mm -hmm. might look at them from a certain standpoint and be like, "Yeah, that person's fucked up." Like they, they, you saw what they did. Like, so that's what I try to learn from Mm -hmm. it. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I ultimately can never be, you know. I've seen Trump's character. I don't think that necessarily he's thinking about other people, but (laughs) I don't.
0: I think he's playing Othello
1: he's othello
0: yeah you ever play othello
1: yeah, i think he, he's played othello he's, he's a different category in his own man but Did, whatever
2: no, i had a uh, there was a question that was in the back of my head and it was how 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 far back does your heritage go in Colombia? like mm-hmm. do you go because i i you know well alex's girlfriend um you know, she, she is from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and I remember we had a talk one time cause I was like, you know, do you really get into the, for the colonization mm-hmm. part?
1: Yeah. So mean, I know, like- um, that on my mom's side, like the, the, the heritage goes back to Spain. Okay. So, it, which is most people, most people will go back to Spain and they're the ones that came to, to South America. Mm-hmm. But there is some Italian as well. Not in my family, but others. Some Italians came to the country as well, and Mm -hmm. and started settling. Uh, So it all traces back to Mm. the European, and then even then, who knows where that goes? But I I don't know after that. No,
2: I always yeah, I always
1: because
2: I always wonder about the people who live in those lands before this colonization, because those people have a tendency are popping up in people's lineages. Mm-hmm. And there's these crosses yeah, of yeah. the people who come. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's that whole... When I look at, like... The way I've heard people talk about people who speak Spanish, because then you know mm-hmm. you know how they they'd be yeah. like, what well, a Spanish person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they speak Spanish. That's the yeah. language they speak. Mm-hmm. That's not who the person. Like that's yeah. not their lineage, their heritage. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I the thing I always said was like Spanish is still like you know. People say it like it's a Hispanic thing, mm-hmm. but it's a European thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it's like it's it's mm-hmm. some it's a conqueror's language. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's that's always been something that kind of, it always bugged me because it was like you're just trying to group the whole yeah. people together, mm-hmm. and not to say that there, there isn't some. You know, I'm sure you feel unity mm-hmm. with other um, people in the Latino community. Yeah. Because you, in people's ignorance, you shared a common yeah. mm-hmm. situation, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean, that, that, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like you gotta learn to, you know. There's, there's so many people I can think of that was just yeah. put it all in one bag, and was like that's what they they're yeah. Mexican.
1: They categorize. You know? It's yeah, like yeah. what like. Yeah
2: no 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 these people come from various backgrounds various Uh, places
1: when i tell when i talk about that it's like look irish italian they're not the same right not the same so if i said you're all from ireland you're gonna be like no fuck you i'm irish i'm german i'm whatever who those are the same groups that went through the same shit that latinos are going through as we speak so even that generation's forgotten where they came from it's like Guys, you realize you struggled with immigration and Irish and Italians were booted no. out of here, and didn't want to be brought here. And you know, it's just it's just crazy. Just people are back to that to that ignorance and and the lack of understanding uh, or acceptance. So I think one thing that definitely I see
0: with the with the Trump stuff though is kind of heightened that ignorance. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I for whatever reason, you know, I think the people that that are, that had that ignorance were maybe not inclined to were more uh, you know not willing to show it like mm-hmm. kind of hit it yeah and now it kind of gives them it almost empowers them to what, show man, it no more
1: because i see shit thing, all the time the one that, good like, thing about him being in office is i never realized how fucking racist our country is still yeah, i think i think and that people are out of it because now they're come they've come out of their shell as yeah. you said but It's because they feel safe to do so. Yeah, I think think that's what's happening. So if there's one good thing to take away from this experience these last few years and the next two years is, you know, now we realize that our country has a lack of of education and understanding. um, And hopefully whoever takes next, the next ring. But I want to go
2: into schools and teach children (laughs) the unity of people. Yeah. Because somewhere along the line... Well, that done, doesn't yeah. get well, connected. Nah, like, some, yeah. They drop the ball in that area. Yeah. They have all these different places that they can teach it, in social yeah. studies, yeah. in the history classes, in the science classes. Mm. But somehow, that's not getting across to the people. Yeah.
0: They're doing that intentionally, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: In his the opinion. Yeah. You know, so conspiracy opinion. So that's why I don't not even
0: not. think they'll allow you in there. Like If they're not going to teach it, they're yeah. certainly not going to yeah. allow somebody to come in and promote it.
2: But I think uh, you know, I would like, hope yeah. they would. I think it's so evident, though, that to deny it would almost be like <laughs> criminal. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to, to to be like, oh, well, you can't teach that to children. <laughs> yeah. How would people react? Because they
1: don't it? test on that on the uh, PCAT, yeah, they don't. Or they don't the yeah. yeah, yeah, so well, They're not making any money off of that.
3: Yeah. And, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's but sad, it, man. It's very. It's just. It's I. I'd say. And I've told people this. When I was growing up, the people, even the people who I befriended, and so sometimes ninety-five to a hundred percent of them had racial hangups.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Like so, when so when the like when this started popping off, like I had been through, you know, an entire like you know African history. Like, like I really like got into it. I really like so. I was really starting to see. I was like, "Oh, well, this racism really didn't go anywhere. It became more subtle, and it, every once in a while, it'll pop out. Mm-hmm. It'll pop out, and you'll be like, oh, well, people are still racist.' It's like people never stop being racist. Yeah, like it's it's stop. it's
0: yeah. it's it's not like they lost it and then they found yeah. it again. It's not I, a lost puppy.
2: I was you know I, I was uh I'm writing this little bit like because uh, I I was telling you, I I do stand up every now and then." Mm-hmm. And I was writing this bit about how, like, you know, my my grandfather was sixty years old when he had my dad, so he was born mm. in eighteen ninety six. So wow, when this you, like
0: is crazy to me when you yeah, told me this. So he
2: was born in eighteen ninety six. So I think about it from the standpoint of like, okay, during the eighteen nineties, more men got lynched in this country than ever Mm. in that decade that was the height of it so in so you're trying to tell me that you can fix this in what is in my family two generations of people that's 1896 like this two generations of people not not to necessarily say that it's like that for everybody but in my family that's only two generations of people and people are like oh well that's gone (laughs) it's like what i'm you know i'm Ooh. I'm here in the present as somebody who is simply two generations removed from that. Wow. So it's like, all right, how far have we come? You know, mm-hmm. I understand we have made certain progressions. We have, I think the world is more educated and yeah. things like that. But yeah. at the same time, rooting out whatever it was, you ever see one in pictures of somebody who, like a lynching? Cause they used Ooh. to put they used to put lynchings on postcards, yeah. So okay, that's that kind of psychology <laughs> yeah. is floating around somewhere in the people who live today, yeah, because they've been raised by people who mm-hmm. who found. But some of these pictures, I don't, I mean, it's so crazy. Like they would all right, there'd be like a mob of white people. And some dude some black dude hanging up on a tree somebody would take a picture as little kids running around mm-hmm. they're smiling pointing like up at them yeah, like they like caught normal. a deer and yeah. they normalized it mm-hmm. I heard this one i heard this one lady during the lecture say she showed one of them pictures she said everybody in this picture is traumatized and none of that trauma will ever be dealt with mm-hmm. we no. live in a traumatic environment yeah we live in such a traumatic environment that never gets checked, mm-hmm. and this—you know—of course, it's not just a racial standpoint, but it's an overall trauma that leads to these crazy situations. I think, like the school shootings and things like that's kind of like the pinnacle. Like, like it's—it's it's like this is what this led up to, mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff going on here and so little time for people to actually check their actual emotions and feelings. That now we have a situation where we're coming into a time where we fear sending our children to school. Oh, yeah. Think about that shit every time.
0: I didn't send Rain to school one day last week. Cause there was supposedly some bad, some, some somebody, was, was a There was a, a somebody wrote something on a school bathroom wall and was said gonna what? put oh, a wow. date on and stuff. Said they were gonna oh, come he didn't in to take a test. Yeah, but you, you you're, you're know probably right, right. right. But, but yeah. you what would know you that. what would you do if you sent your kid knowing that and yeah. something happened to her? You'd be like you'd, wanting, you'd oh, be destroyed. You would be on the TV like. So I just said you should staying home. Yeah. Now, yeah, what can I do? Listen. You know, they but. They don't teach you that much.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's, that's the day and age we live in.
2: That's yeah. the reality of right now.
0: The, the, but the reality, like, I think a lot, too, that happens with those school shootings, a lot of people get, let those kids down. I'm not, the people that are the per- perpetrators.
2: Society is continuously failing children. Yes. So I and think nobody cares. Like, nobody cares that yeah. it's, it, like, you know, when I look at my kids, I'm always looking at them and saying, like, man, like. What's the world going to be like for you? Oh, yeah. Because like, things are moving at a ever faster rate all the time. Yeah. I can only imagine what it's like for people who are like 70, 80 right yeah. now. They're yeah. like, what? Their lifetime, what do you mean they you lived have through... sex with a robot? What do you mean? What do you mean yeah. you can talk you, to a person s- on the screen? Did you maybe, see yeah. there, in Texas? Another, yeah.
0: huh? They opened up a, br- a yeah, brothel for that. robots oh, yeah, in right? Texas. Yeah. They, got
2: a they have one in Canada.
0: Oh, do they? Yeah. Know
2: that. I tend to think that it's probably a good idea because maybe it'll make people <laughs> stop raping people and stuff. I don't
0: know. I guess maybe. I don't uh, know. I mean. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, man, like, that thing still looks like some sort of robot uh-huh. mannequin. But, I mean, but that's, a, that's another thing. I mean, there is, there is, like, this, there's a sexual suppression that i think actually comes out in violent forms Mm -hmm. like this a lot of this has to do with the fact that i guess in some people's minds and i guess you can make a case that this is a christian nation i guess
1: yeah
2: and you know christianity pours on that shame yeah now you know a lot of those things like i said i'm i said last week you know i learned a lot of valuable things when I was going to church and stuff, but at the same time, I also learned a lot of things that can twist a person into becoming extremely hateful. Mm. Under the yeah. right circumstance, you hear yeah, yeah. something, you're like, "Oh, well, it says in the Bible, gay people shouldn't be doing." All right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I might just kill you. You know, you. That's true. You know, like it says in the book, I should. You know, I should stone you or something. So, I, you
1: it's know. <laughs> it's crazy, man.
2: That's a wild thing. It's know?
0: it's disturbing. It's it's sad in a in a in a way. But it's, very, it's, a, it's a world we live in though, yeah. and like you said, I don't know what's going to happen for our kids. But that's kind of why. Like for yeah. me, I'm just trying to do the best I can, and I'm trying to leave the world a better place than where we came in. Because oh, yeah. yeah. as we all had that attitude think about it, 330 million people. Ten percent of those 330 million people in this country. Just ten percent tried to make a difference. Mm-hmm. The country would be completely different. Well, yeah. well, listen, and funny. not the just the country, but the rest of the world would be because mm-hmm. we have more influence oh, yeah. over the world than any other country. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's good and bad.
2: But that's why you know. That's why I, I, you know. I'm extremely thankful for people like y'all because you've taken you know time is like the real currency here. You know what I mean? Like mm. you've you've taken so much of your time to 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 bring something to the world, to to help people, you know, and that's that sounds like you know uh, uh, something kind of normal, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's really not. It's really it should not. be
3: though.
2: It's, it yeah, but in this environment, people are looking out for themselves. Yeah, they don't even got time. You know what I mean? They don't got time for you know. Mm-hmm. Well, how how am I gonna help this other kid? I hear and, it
1: all the time, you man. Know? People are always like, oh, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear you can't. Because if I could do it, you could do it.
2: And that's the point. You know. I mean, I mean, I
1: have a full-time job that I work 50 hours a week. I have my side business that I, I work every, every fucking weekend. And then I serve on boards. I coach two sports. I got a family. And the list goes on and on and on. And yet, we still, we still make it work. I'm embarrassed. Like, so I'm high embar- high. I feel yeah. like I'm not doing enough. That's inspiring so, to me. That's so inspiring me. So like, so like I taught a leadership like- class, right? For for minorities to become uh volunteer board members and to get them ready for board membership. And like a lot of them were like, oh, I don't have time. Like, I don't want to hear that. That's that's an excuse. You have the time. You have it. You just have to make some sacrifice. And that's yeah. the name of the game. What's worth the sacrifice? and and make it happen i mean I, i'm sometimes i'll work till midnight or one o'clock in the morning and i'm up at six o'clock seven o'clock ready to go to work and and run my day and then in between at some point i'll see my family then they go to bed and out comes the computer or the laptop and start working again or or whatever i gotta do yeah. i mean yesterday i i mean <laughs> It's it's six o'clock, we're about or five o'clock, five thirty is after my work day. I had already picked up my wife. We were gonna go out to dinner and go to a concert, and I get a call, it's very important. Right? So I had a choice whether do I accept it or 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 let it go. But this this for me was important because it's gonna be a huge deal for my job and it's gonna renovate and revitalize an entire neighborhood in the city of Reading. This is a major project, multi-million dollar project that I've been able to help with. So I took the the 10 minutes that I had to talk to this contractor to be able to get to that. Some others might have been like, you know what? Fuck it. My day's over. I'm done. Mm -hmm. But I sacrificed those 10 minutes of sitting in the car with my wife driving to this place Mm -hmm. where I see it as, you know what? That was a good balance because the rest of the night, you know, we had our time. Yeah. So... It's those little things, little changes that people can make and, and sacrifice. So,
0: I don't know how we got too many people with a phone in their hand trying to yeah. do social <laughs> change over a phone yeah. instead of trying to do foot to pavement. You
1: yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I yeah. think
0: that's, in a way, I think a lot of people think that's their way of trying yeah. to change things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's not how we truly change no. things. And so it, how do we change that, the the mm-hmm. idea of that? Yeah. You know, how do we get them into doing things more like what you're
1: doing and yeah,
0: yeah. how we change that mindset? I don't know. You know, social media is, is keep, such a giant
1: meeting by example, man.
0: I know. But, you know, I got to remember, too, it's like Facebook, man. They just kicked off like right. 600 pages yeah. of uh, like anti-media mm. and like all these things that kind of mm. promote this kind of stuff. You know, they're mm. controlling what people listen to they call it fake news you know they call it they you know they you can talk about alex jones however you want you can say he's Mm -hmm. crazy man Mm -hmm. but it's still an opinion Mm -hmm. why just because you don't believe in his opinion doesn't mean he shouldn't be able to voice it you know i may not believe in your opinion Mm -hmm. but i don't care that's your you you can have whatever opinion you want but we we start taking these opinions off the air and things you know we have one lane that's it yeah. yeah I mean and people aren't aware of things going on mm-hmm. you know I don't know I, I think I think that that the social media stuff is so yeah I I've, I can't even like I go on Twitter I, and I can't even handle it I yeah. gotta shut it off. Cause like one one Trump tweet comes on and I then I'm like okay I I was just curious and then (laughs) caught in that
1: vortex no I don't then I I
0: I shut it off I don't even look for another like three months because I can't even I can't deal with people like craziness of people
1: I don't mess with that either bro so I mean
0: Facebook's enough like I use Facebook more than I I'm trying to get rid of it I love to just like not use it. I but mean,
1: man, I use it for for business. That's what I. That's
0: <laughs> the thing. I, start, I use it for the podcast, I use it for
1: business, and I share anything that has to do with the positive things happening. Yeah. That I, I, use I work it, on. I use it for
0: like promoting things yeah. and stuff like that. You know,
1: I mean, it, it works. It work. Like for me, it works. Like while I was in Colombia, I don't know if you saw me post something about a girl that uh, uh, was having a baby, had nobody around. I didn't see I, that one. Yeah. So so I, there's this girl who's helped me out with some of my gigs. Like, I've given her some work and single mom living in the city, trying to do her thing, working an honest job and got pregnant. She fucked up. Yes, we get it. Like, we don't want to stereotype and be like, look, why are you doing that when you can't be in that situation? The bottom line is she did it. She's about to have a child and she reached out to me and asked me if I could help her by getting her a mattress, just a mattress for her for the crib. She didn't even have one. Mm. So I'm like, damn, like, is there anything else that you need? She goes, yeah, actually, I need a bunch of things, but I don't. we didn't have a baby shower. I don't have friends or family out here. Yeah, Her mom died. Like She was homeless for a while. Mm. So she got nobody. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go on Facebook. I'm going to do a Facebook baby shower. And nobody's going to know who it is. They're just going to know it's somebody that is connected to me somehow. Yo, this girl had shit shipped to her house the entire week I was in Colombia. That's awesome. And they That's sent her, so somebody awesome. sent her a stroller with a car seat. Uh, You know, I got her the mattress, but that's all I could do. Yeah. Um, Some people... Oh, you did more. People still, but she got everything. I created a registry. See, man. And everybody got her everything on that list. She got diapers, formula, wipes, all this shit, clothing. Even yesterday, somebody's like, hey, I still have a whole box for you, like, of things. And so now this girl was blessed because of you, you the use of social media yeah to yeah where I gotta learn how, how to do it in a positive way yeah. but gotta learn use then it there's you know, positive if ways. it
2: wasn't for twitter i wouldn't have did that last album i did really I got, yeah i mean i met him on twitter you know i, I, I think my problem is
0: i try i i the worst thing is looking at the Donald Trump yeah, side. I think that's why. Yeah, if you use yeah. like the connection why, aspect, I don't yeah.
2: mess with that, yeah, like yeah, because that is a rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could because then, like, literally, you're gonna hear all these people's opinions, and then there's gonna be one opinion. You're like, yeah. oh, I gotta say something to this yeah. one. I don't you even can't be yeah. saying shit like that. <laughs> And then yeah. you never yeah. now ten people are yelling at you. Yeah, and then you start getting into war. Especially the yeah. especially the stuff I say because I like
0: I, I yeah. I'm doing the underneath stuff yeah. that nobody's even talking about. Like they're like talking about yeah. the mainstream yeah. like shit that's put in their face. I'm talking about the stuff that they don't even realize that's yeah. going on. You know, like the right. stuff. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I I just why I don't go on. I don't takes probably like three. I was on there the other day and I was like, okay. Once again, reality check. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> just wow. delete I it. Just could, delete it. I <laughs> you can recognize
1: that. Yeah. I know. That, Some don't even have that filter. No, so, no,
0: I got to. Because I'll get, yeah. I'll start. It'll be like 30 yeah. different tweets or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, and next bro. thing you know, I'll be like angry. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, you just you get into
1: that shit. See that i don't have time for
0: like no and that's the thing i that's don't have thing. time for yeah. it like it's taking up time i'd I be doing something that's more important yeah. Yeah. and that's what i that's what i learned you know what i mean like i'm really yeah. wasting time you next thing you know you're there for like an hour yeah. it's
1: stupid shit that's like that
0: and know. then it's an hour that you'll never get back yeah. you know and it's an hour i should have been like, like
1: take an hour of planning some kind of workshop or some kind of something to help
0: well i need to edit that's a podcast real, or yeah, something real.
1: yeah <laughs> you know but hey, anyway. man, yeah, one
0: thing, one thing I did want to talk about was just like how, how your family immigrated into the, like the U S yeah, like yeah. where so that,
1: where that took, like it was your parents. Yeah. My dad, my dad was the first one here. Uh, a bunch of his friends left the country, uh, during the seventies, just trying to get out of poverty and trying to live a better life, mm-hmm. you know, back then the, uh, the culture was that you come to America, you live a much better life, you know, the land of opportunity. So that's kind of how they, that's what motivated my dad to leave. He was in his early or mid twenties, I believe. Um, and then my mom followed a year later.
0: So they, they knew each other in Colombia. Yeah, they were married there. Yep, okay. Yep. Okay.
1: So he came yeah, here yeah. first, uh, met up with his friends and, you know, started trying to make a living working in textiles. Like he worked in the factory. But like,
0: what was the pro like, he just, like, how did he get, you know what I mean? Like, did he have to apply? Like, I don't really understand. Yeah, so uh,
1: back then, you would just apply for a visa. Okay. Um, it was uh, easy access to it, but, you know, obviously got strict as, as time went on. Yeah. But when my mom came, um, she came through uh, asylum because of the, all the issues going on in South America. So, okay. obviously, if your life's in danger or something like that, they, oh, they okay. do that. Uh, but during the, the Reagan era... He he granted um, asylum to to everyone or or amnesty. I'm sorry. Uh, So what he did was with certain immigration, certain immigrants from certain time frame. If your visa had expired, then he granted you access to start the process of staying in the country legally. So that's how my mom did it. Mm. And she's a U.S. citizen now. Um, It was a very long process. I mean, it must have been 10 years, maybe. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, pretty there? much my childhood. So yeah. was
0: it expensive?
1: Like was it Oh yeah, it's a moneymaker. There's a fu- immigration is such a fucking money maker that but your dad didn't a have bunch to of go illegal So my immigrants. dad, yeah, my dad did marry. He he married someone here. Okay, so he was here under yeah. his visa. Yeah, but then and that then expired. And that expired. Which is the everyone gets to this country legally for the most part. Like they come It's if you right can in a plane. Stay. It's you, but the ones we hear of are the ones that trying to cross this yeah. wall, this imaginary wall This like, doesn't exist. Yeah, like the few pieces of the country that has this wall, they go right around it, or there's places you can walk right over the border. Yeah. I saw where they tried to build it into the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, just silliness. Ridiculous. Like I but think they can... <laughs> like those. Yeah, like they'll get in here illegally, known as the wetbacks. But they, that's that's not as much, and and you know. People are getting here legally, and then it's just they let their visa expire. So yeah,
3: so that's, yeah a-
1: so that's what happened with my family and most of anyone I know. They came here and legally, and they got here and they stayed and they overstayed their visa. So then your dad married your mom. No, so my dad married a U.S. citizen at that time, a Puerto Rican woman. Um, so in immigration, that's a very normal practice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they married back then um, and of course then that allowed him to, to apply for right. residency which then citizenship. Uh, so he's also a US citizen. So and when then,
2: your mom came, what happened then? Like,
1: well, My like, mom had to play dumb. He, my dad got married. And she, you know, did her thing and that's just how it was. Huh. Yeah. Now, so it, later they were together when she got here? Her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a business transaction, man. Damn, gotcha
2: gotcha, gotcha. What I was, and
1: that's uh now people, don't think people about can't marriage do that as a business trans- oh my god absolutely she, my wife business. you should I wish, I wish she was here to talk about it but uh she was around when I was offered fifteen thousand dollars to marry somebody's daughter wow. to bring her from Colombia and we were I was probably 22 23 huh I'm like damn I should have done it but she was so she just didn't understand yeah, yeah that's such a normal thing in 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 countries that are you know, coming as immigrants mm-hmm. that there was offers on the table all the time. And it was just so you could marry someone to try and get them in the country. Um, yes. wow. Especially, I mean, Columbia went through a lot of, a lot of trouble, man. They were, you know, it was a civil war, yeah. Terror, yeah. you know, the drug cartels that they created terrorism. The fucking cartels, man. Oscar Escobar was blowing cars up and blowing people up. See, he uh- shot down planes and, you know, he was doing all that shit before anyone else did. So, People were trying to get away from that. You know, I've got cousins that were products of his murders too. So, wow. you know, it is what it is. Hmm. So that's that's how they got here. And that's then my dad worked factory job seven to seven every day pretty much. My mom stayed home raised us, and uh, yeah, that was. Our and life. then you guys moved here, and then we moved here when I was uh, fifteen. Yeah, and then my dad still worked in a factory. You know, no education. Just did his thing. Worked in a cabinet factory in New Holland. And- Who work at Roots? No, no. Uh, quality Cabinets. Over there by New Holland Ford. Close, yeah, like close to Leola. Like right on the edge. Oh, there.
0: okay. I
1: know where that yeah, is. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. That's how we did it. I remember your little brother always trying to play
0: basketball with us. Yeah. yeah like that I was... Sure. I met him yeah. before I met you. And he yeah. always tried... Like how oh, my brother plays
1: basketball. Yeah. Like,
0: He's like, let us play. I'm like... Ooh, you're like four years yeah, younger. How, old
1: is, how yeah. old is your brother? He's 34, 35. I'm 37, so I'm two and a half years older than him. Okay. I was like, you, you're like... But he was very immature. He was uh, like immature, 11 you know, and 12.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. Kind of funny. We're always trying to hang out and play with the, young, with the yeah, older guys.
1: Yeah. yeah. So the smart ones do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did, man. I always played with the big guys. Yeah. That's how you get better. So, yeah. Play against
0: the better, the better competition. I agree.
2: You, that's why I had to tell you that. You remember that? You know that little kid who's trying to play you know, on Sundays in the wreck. Nobody ever wants him on the team.
0: He's a little slow.
2: He's yeah, like you. Like there's something. Yeah, the one there's, no, there's yeah, something yeah, not kind, right there.
1: Stuff. Yeah, he's he's got. He's and I was, on I, the spectrum, man. I had to
2: talk to him the one time because I said, "Man, this because nobody wanted him to be on his team." He started crying and stuff. I was like, oh, "Man, wow. listen." <laughs>
1: you can come I, here and shoot the place up someday. I had baby. to talk. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I had to talk to him. I was like, "Listen, listen. This happens to people who are younger, and if you don't yeah. have as much experience, you're not gonna get picked like you think you should. But like, you gotta, like, you gotta get better. Like, that's. I mean, that's." That's the only. That's the only way out, you know.
1: Yeah,
2: but it's, he he, he lets, just thought he was supposed to come and just play. Yeah, <laughs> like, the people are gonna pick he him tr- up. He thought no. Nah, there's still older people who come from times where it's just not like that.
0: Yeah, you gotta <laughs> earn. Like, you gotta earn that. It's like he's yeah. like you're I on mean, the team. You gotta earn the playing time.
2: I, agree. I I I couldn't play on those courts when there wasn't. The, you remember before the did you ever go to the wreck before all of that for the renovations and stuff Ooh, no so they've had that white floor the whole time that you've yeah. seen yeah and i was at the wreck when there was none of that when there was like a, there was one court wow and it was hardwood and the wreck was half the size that it is now
1: wow and yeah i don't remember that yeah i remember the <laughs> renovations I would go, yeah,
2: yeah, man. I would go in there, and you know there'd be older people playing. And eventually, you know, I just hung around until I could yeah. play around until they need. You know, that's a until process. I, I think the first
0: the- time I went to wreck I me, mean, you probably played three on three in that three on three tournament yeah, yeah.
2: over there that they
0: have in like March or whatever yeah, that is. Yeah. I'm still trying f- to
1: decide. Speaking of man, we gotta get on that shit. What? I'd like to play basketball this winter, like we had those team that team a few years ago.
0: You know, I'm not always I'm doing something. I've been
1: hurt for two years in a row.
0: Well, you know, you're the organizer. What? I hate that <laughs> shit, man. Well, listen, man,
2: like you can like, you can probably um, talk to Ryan.
1: Ryan, which Ryan, Ryan?
2: Childs? Um, you oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. mean, we you know. Yeah, well, he we tried.
1: He was gonna put me on that team, but then that's when I got hurt, yeah. and I was just coming back. So yeah, talk, definitely talk yeah. to
2: him because I know that right now uh, they they looking for like they're definitely looking because <laughs> there's people who don't want to come yeah. back and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll hit him up.
1: Yeah, but, I want to play though, man. Definitely, I don't want to please <laughs> just Sundays. It's, yeah, man. it's just boring, man. Yeah,
2: just, just that one. I got to figure something else out, though. Boring. Those guys. It was just, all right when we could go to, like, yeah. you know, play at the church.
0: They just argue know? too much. It's yeah. like we yeah. got to keep the games going on Sunday. They uh, they don't realize in the amount of time they argue, we could have played, like, two games.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: You yeah. know, it's just got to keep the things moving. And yeah. I, I understand, yeah. it, like, everybody gets mad because fouls are called and yeah. whatever. I get it. But we just got to somehow keep games moving i don't know yeah,
3: man. i get mad said, too yeah. i
0: shouldn't say anything i yell sometimes
1: nah, but it's
0: not i gotta yell at mike a lot for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah cause he
2: just i think you and mike have your it's you a have, weird you're too close like you're close enough to
1: yeah, yeah yeah oh I, I yelled like, at him on t- well, on well, thursday it's, it's frustrating playing it. with mike that's the bottom line I yelled, frustrating at, playing with I,
0: yelled I yelled at him on thursday he threw the ball down to the other side of court because he got mad i'm like what are you doing knock it off
1: but you got to you got
2: to remember at the same time Mike is like, you know, he's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You know, he no no, no like in, in the flag football league, like he like he shreds teams. Like he's yeah. like he is I'd say Yeah, no, Mike he's pretty good. In that league. Mike has some of the best ball placement out of any of those quarterbacks there. He's good. Some, some of those dudes are like almost half his age. Those
0: wow. Where he gets in trouble, like when we played against him in years past, we used to always put put him under pressure. That's when he struggles, you know. But when he's a, when they, you give him time to throw, he can throw. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying he his passes. I'm saying he got mad because somebody called a foul or something. And he threw the ball down all the way down to yeah. the other court. Oh, he
2: did that. Yeah, I, I
0: was like, you're down. acting like a baby. Knock it off. <laughs> Come on.
2: I can see it now. Yeah. It's, what? I was like, he throwing the ball, you know. He gets a little even, frustrated. I'm yeah, like, you can't
0: act like that, though.
2: Man. I don't really get frustrated as much anymore because it's just like,
0: no, I don't, it's the wreck.
2: I think once, yeah. yeah, I think once I started playing like semi-pro ball, I was like, All right, everything that happens here is really nothing at all. I mean,
0: I'm gonna go home eat waffles after the game. I'm not worried about like you know trying to train for the next game. It's I'm just saying it's the wreck. I mean, we're just trying to play, get some exercise. I just want to play, not get hurt and walk. (laughs) Not get hurt hurt and be able to play on Tuesday at 5:30 a.m. That's all I'm worried about. You yeah. know, and, may, and hopefully someday get it to play on Monday nights again. I was just talking. To, I saw Alan at the football game.
2: Did you? I was hoping yeah. somebody see him.
0: Yeah, uh, and he's like, he was he was telling me, he's like, if he could have got somebody else, I guess the problem was the church. We didn't want, yeah. like.
2: Remember, we had that long talk. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. kind of based off of that idea that he yeah. didn't go to that church no more. Yep, really.
0: he couldn't get anybody else from the church to come uh, and help out. So it was kind of like. That you was, know, he. Great. I that was
2: very kind to of them. Too. Yeah, to just shut it down. Shut you it know, down. Go to the church. I thought most. the, the
0: <laughs> idea yeah. was to like have people be there, so they're not like doing other destructive stuff and like work together and play together and have some kind of sense of community. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't have anybody here from the church, yeah, it's, a, the, no the church it's a no go. It's a no go. You know what I mean? Like, come on now.
1: So now it just sits he's spreading
0: the word.
2: Nowadays. Yeah. He's I mean, spreading the
0: word. Read that's out of that the point. Yeah, yeah, he was trying. He was still, probably doing try. better
2: outreach than a lot of.
0: I think he did well because he didn't like uh, force it on you. You know what I mean? Like you did his thing at the in the middle. Yeah, you I know. Had
2: a converse- I, I tell you, I had a conversation with like with the lead pastor there. Like, uh, I, I think a, we.
0: I think I don't forget though. I had
2: a yeah, I had a meeting with him when I was trying to go into churches and talk. <laughs> I was trying to talk yeah. to churches about what it was like to be a non-believer like yeah. amongst Christians. And,
1: um, that's interesting conversation, right? right? And I, <laughs> right. So I tried to
2: go start this conversation a couple places. I sent out some emails. Mm-hmm. Only two people got a hold of me. Wow. I had sent out like maybe 15 emails to different churches, Damn. two people. I had two different meetings. I met with one guy twice. Uh, I met with the, the guy Rocky, uh, who's the pastor over there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I met with him once. And, uh, you know nothing came of it but it was something that was really i thought a conversation that uh, could could produce good things yeah. you know i wanted to you know let them know look i'm not the devil just because i don't believe what you believe mm-hmm. and wow, i and, and, there's, right and there's people in your family who don't believe what you believe and you got to figure out how to not alienate that person mm-hmm. you know that's, that yeah. i i thought it was a good idea for
0: yeah, no i think it's a good idea but i think it's going to be tough to get in any church to have that conversation uh,
2: yeah it could <laughs> so. be. but to the, I, the first meeting i had it, it was kind of an alien concept he was mm. like i'm just trying to get a feel for what you're trying to talk about and, and we talked <laughs> we had a couple meetings and stuff i'm actually friends with this dude's um son like, I didn't even know that until, until I went there. But, um, but yeah, it just didn't work out. He, you know, he, he wasn't, he was trying to, like, kind of, I could see where he was trying to, like, witness to me. He was trying to cheat, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not going to work. So, but, then, but the next time when I met, met, met with the dude Rocky uh, over there, he, like, he seemed more open to it. And I told him, I was like, look, it's easy to say, well, I, I like your ideas and things like that. I said, but putting it into real action and making it a real <laughs> situation is a different thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't heard back from him, but, I mean, uh, I, I think it's still something that's a developable thing. Not, I, I was only going locally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, if I...
0: You got to find somewhere that's a little more uh, outgoing or a little more uh, outward thinking, Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. unfortunately you're you're too honest about it so you're gonna go in and talk to them exactly what you want to say and uh, you know like to get into like i think to get into a place like that in a weird like backwards way you almost have to kind of fib a little bit yeah Yeah, like like bend the truth to get into the church to talk about (laughs) what you want that's the
2: dirty stuff i don't know about right that's that's what i'm saying put foot on the ground
0: we gotta we gotta gotta, like We've got to de- market you in a certain direction that yeah. makes you look a little different than what it actually is.
2: <laughs> you know, I, 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 I was trying to come from the angle of I'm largely <laughs> like I have a lot of Christian sensibilities, I, like because mm-hmm. I grew up in it, I was a Christian for most of my life, mm-hmm. so it's like I do share similar values, but we just don't have similar beliefs yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i thought that you know that conversation there's a lot of people in this country right now who don't believe that shit who are just yeah, claiming we, that they do yeah but we, they're not
0: willing to they're not willing to have that conversation yeah. it's all yeah. it, so it's kind of it's, it's a, a
2: closet in itself like there's a there's closeted non-believers oh absolutely who don't want to yeah. say it because it can in, at times be like um uh, career suicide for some people. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, I yeah. think. Right, I think I think we're at a good
2: point. Yeah.
0: I remember you said no. There's no way we could do three hours. This guy. Yeah, no. I, we could call. Yeah, yeah that's the uh, thing no. But you said you, basketball. Yeah. You're like, no, three hours. What?
2: Yeah. It, it seems like. It seems like. Nah, we're not gonna get there. And then I'm looking at, it, I said,
0: man, we yeah, we, we got. That. we didn't even get close. We could have like, we could definitely All go. Right. You know, there's a lot of other things, but, but yeah, it's a good point.
2: I definitely, yeah.
0: I, I gotta get up in three hours. Thank,
2: so. Thanks. What?
0: Yeah, I'm on flea market, man. Four well o'clock. i flea
2: market. Damn. I still got to load the truck
1: before I go to bed.
2: I'm telling you, man. He's a machine oh, like that. Gotta make uh, money.
1: Yeah, I got to load my truck. You gotta I'm make money. My gig in the morning. But
2: yeah. It's, but it, I ain't making that's money cash, tomorrow. That's cash-free, tax-free. Is free. there anything yeah. you wanted to, like, you know, uh, uh, say you know, say to the... The millions, the millions trillions. that are out there, the trillions. It's not millions, it's trillions. My bad, now. trillions. The trillions, of the trillions yeah. Who are <laughs> the the infinity. Was that,
1: hey, yeah, you know. just get out there and make a difference. Be the change you want to see. That's it.
0: And what was the uh, simple, man. what was the DJ? Was the red, red tie, tie
1: affairs dot com. Affairs with an S. Yeah. Where, Red Tide Affairs. Where can people
2: find some of like, uh, your articles and things? Yeah. And that, that,
1: Google that, it, that, man. Reading Eagle. It. Google uh, it. We'll put, tell them your real names. Yeah, yeah. So it's name. Jobani Bedoya. J-O-B-A-N-Y Bedoya. B-E-D-O-Y-A. We'll Geo put some is just links. my nickname. We'll, we'll, put we'll put some links, links down at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Redding Comments. Eagle, Lancaster Online, uh, El Palo Magazine, uh, Burke's Living Magazine. We'll, we'll get you. We'll Commerce get your Quarterly for the Chambers. Email address. Uh, you can yeah, put man, that there. Red Tie Affairs at Hotmail.com. Well, for Unless you want my professional stuff, then that's uh, jbedoya at creatorredding.org. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, man. we didn't even <laughs> get into that. Yeah, I said, no, that's part two. Stuff. Yeah, this Look this isn't even the tip stuff, of it. Man. It's just it's a little bit, but no, nah, it was fun, man. That's good, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, man. We'll I, have, hope, I hope I hope people. Uh, have another one. If anyone feels inspired, man, I just that's that's the goal—to inspire people that's to go out there and about. be the change that they want to see. So, that's it. Including mm-hmm. you guys, I'm gonna get you guys to come out and vote. <laughs> that's
2: that's a real dream right there and with that that's yeah, a real that's dream it. right there <laughs> i think that's a real good place to
1: end <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely man thanks for coming I, on, listen man. thanks for having on, me i'll yeah.
0: start voting when you start running
1: yeah yeah i'm thinking oh, maybe in a no. couple of years i'm telling vote. you man theres some people legit come have approached me and said yo you ready i'm like nah not yet <laughs> and they got the money to back it that's the funny part. I'm like, "Me? Like, you crazy? President?" That's why no, like, no, 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 That's no. why I Never. like this show
2: cuz we got awesome people who come on here.
1: <laughs> so, we still we, got some time, man. Still got we time. we we good. Future president on the podcast. Uh, I'm just know. saying. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. That. I don't know about that. Maybe local mayor. <laughs> I'll, be vice, I'll be vice president. That's about it, man. Mayor. That's about the extent of that. I'll be vice
0: president. I always got your back. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> That'd be our slogan. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. We'll
2: get out of here. All right, gentlemen. Next Thanks for listening
1: again. as always.
0: And don't forget Will's music. There'll be a uh, link to that, too, don't in the description. Said, Come on now.
2: <laughs> no, no, but no, thanks thanks for listening everybody and uh yeah, have a good week.
0: All right, All see right. ya.